Welcome back, gentle beings, to the best, worst place to spend several hours of your limited time on this plane of existence. Talk until the joy is gone. My name is Rooney, and I was really fucking tired when I wrote this intro, so please, just imagine there's humorous and witty words here, and have a quiet titter. Here with me is a man who makes me wish we lived in North Korea, so that I could report him for seditious behaviour and get him black bagged and disappeared. Reggie the Pimp. And because it's that time of the month, we're joined by our favourite man of many faces, who walks the razor-thin line between being so vanilla he's mistaken for a Yankee candle, and farming memes so heinous we can't even share them. Ash. <laughs> Very nice. That I don't think you could ever hit the nail on the head of yeah. who our friend is better than that. Yeah. yeah. After talking with uh, with Mrs. Vanilla the other yeah. week, and she was like, I don't know this man at all. <laughs> I'd just like to say welcome to Touchy King Crom. I know it's not your first time, but you know. Oh, there we go. Yeah. We're first time we're recognising your regency. Fresh, fresh, we're glad to have royalty on the podcast from, for once. Fresh from a, <laughs> fresh from a crummy kitchen. Left in disorder. Like After a, waking up in a crummy bed. <laughs> just just literally just, just looked at the bread bin and bam. Crumbs everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> it's a hell of a superpower, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does have its... With great power, does come with great responsibility. Have you submitted your application to the Avengers yet? <laughs> Do you know what? I thought I'd just let them come to me. I mean, I'm quite busy crumbing it out, so... Yeah. Special skill. If the villains attack in a bakery, mate, I'm all over I'm it. all over that. <laughs> just get them. They'll be lost in a sea of crumbs. Yeah. I'd be so distracted by the crumbs that Iron Man could just go in there and cough them. It's fine. Yeah. Be like, I don't even cough them. Yeah. yeah. They'll be yeah, so busy, of... like, I've, I've got to, I've just got to clean this mess up. I can't I can't attack this thing. <laughs> I just, it's too much. I'm gonna just gonna clean it up. So you know, when Iron Man arrives, it's just... when, when you're fighting against your your nemesis, Dr. O C D. The irony being, he's inside me. <laughs> <laughs> I was the villain on it. Exactly. It's like and superhero own, fight club. My own worst enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, who's left all these crumbs out? God damn it, not again. <laughs> ah. You're waking up in the night to get loads of bread and just all over the place. <laughs> ah, yes. This is normally where you ask a question, Richard. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> We're all just looking at you, waiting for it. I'm yeah. trying something new this week. Like, as I've explained no, to you is scary. previously, yeah. like, I cringe when I listen back to these episodes because I'm constantly trying to talk when you two are talking and it annoys the head out of me when I listen back so I'm trying something new today where I'm low energy and <laughs> I just let you two do what you two do that's not new that was just you for the entire first year of this podcast <laughs> this I'm is regression I'm not going to rip you to shreds on every episode that's <laughs> just going to spend half the episode be more low key let the two stars sexuality. of the show take oh, the reins do what on. they do and I'll just be here as like a, a low key host that's my plan today but, um, Lazy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this. Says the oh, man. I've got sunburn during the week and I can't be bothered today. Says the yeah, man that did pink twice pink. as much prep as like both of you combined. That's true. <laughs> I, to be fair, like it's the same as always, man. I always have the the full intention. The best of intentions. Prep. And there was one week where I did like some good prep and I had some nice articles and I was really happy with myself. And then this week just went to shit. From full of self loathing. I just Monday, myself. <laughs> 8 a.m. Just went to shit. <laughs> And then it did not improve for the rest of the week. You've already seen I've got a fat finger. You have. It's infected. A lovely segue into how was everyone's weeks. See, that's uh, what we were waiting for. That, okay. yeah, that's that's what, what we were waiting for. That's what I was waiting for. Well, mine was fucking balls, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I've been away working. Um, and I went, went nice. Uh, it was actually, <laughs> yeah, it was actually quite nice. Except <laughs> I didn't see any of it. It was, um, 
place called D- Dillingham or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, it's up north in Yorkshire, apparently oh, famed okay. for its puffins near a cliff. Oh, awesome. Which oh, we no, were... no, I've got you to catch one because I've always wanted to eat a puffin. Right. Good. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I've already, got, high on my list. I've already got your present for this year. Um, All right, next year. But next year. Next year. Next year. Next year and I'll work up a recipe for stuffed puff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, I'm much better if I there just sit here. Okay. Let you two do what you do and then make a joke. It's fun. Right, hang um, on a minute. I need to move the mic because your foot is still somehow managing to touch it. I can see it wobbling. And I'm like, how? There we go. Uh, right. But anyway, yeah. So I was away. We did very long, hard days. We built a whole thing, like basically like a th- uh, three-bedroom bungalow in like three days. And uh, I came back and then got back late on Thursday and just spent Friday just so broken. <laughs> like, so, like I can't even like that's the most broken I've been from working in like living memory. <laughs> Seriously, it was bad, man. I was. I was You're not, a, not a young man anymore, mate. You I know. I am not. As, I'm not as, as a man that has been to work with you before for like yeah. three days, stayed in a hotel and everything else, I'm not surprised you were broken. I was broken after them three days as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. This was uh, this was particularly savage. And then uh, yeah, so it's with Friday broken. Um, and while I was away, while I was away, they bought some cool new stuff for the garden for Ada, which is great. But it all came flat pack, so. Oh. Uh, so I've been building that. It's fine. Ash can build it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. he can build it. He can do that. It's what so, he do. So yeah, so I came back broken with a fat finger, and um, and then it turns out I got a really busy weekend this weekend. So <laughs> I've yeah. seen the state of your finger. I watched you very, very. We watched like, you creaming it up cream, earlier. Creaming it yeah, up, very, it up. very. Uh, Nobody offered to help. Just as a, I'm, I don't want to touch that. That looks gross. The only time I want men with men in me with cream is a completely different context to this. If he so if he was trying to help you with that creamy finger, he'd be bending over, waiting for you to slip it in. And we well, don't. Is that stage two? We don't need that. <laughs> stage <laughs> one lube. It will suck out the infection. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Glitches. <laughs> We're trying to be a more positive what podcast in year Keegan, four, so... Keegan Cliff or what? Was it? <laughs> what? Like, oh, what is Kegel that was his when they... Yeah. Oh, when they did have the been, Yeah, have you been practising that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, for the back day. end. Is it the same for the back end? I, I, I found a YouTube video. <laughs> of course you did. There's a YouTube video of everything. Know, right? yeah, within two weeks, I can grip it way better than I, I, I ever could grip it before. <laughs> well, maybe that's what I need. Maybe like, can, you can suck <laughs> suck the infection out of it for me. It's a grip, not suck. I'm still crap at that. Yeah. Yeah. Still got there's, a real worry, crap there's, gag reflex. So. There's, a, there's a YouTube video for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ash, you want to plug my laptop, mate? Oh, no. <laughs> but we have cups of tea. We so do have tea. Yeah. So I was just looking at it, I was like, why is that showing that it's not charging? What? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, so we went to Slam Dunk yesterday. That was yeah. awesome. Oh, no, sorry. That was a big build up to ask you how you actually hurt your finger, I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, how, no. I, how did you do it? I don't know. I, th- I must have got something in there and then just obviously kept working and I didn't notice it. And then. Uh, I was refusing to ask you earlier when you were telling us all about it because mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you when the mic was on. Yeah, I picked no, up I on that, which is I why I didn't ask. Something went in there yeah. and I think it may have moved around the finger according to. Uh, Medical specialist that I spoke to, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, apparently where the, where it's reddest is where the infection bit is. So it must oh, have okay. gone from there around to there, Ooh. which he said is really bad because it means it's moving around in your body, which is awful. Because so, like, or yeah, it'll be like a little something something. Um, I think it was <coughs> a bit of like 
metaliness in there at some point. Take one. So how long before you stop being a man, you panic and you go and have someone look at it? Well, I nearly went this morning. <laughs> I nearly, but the problem is because you can't, like there's no walking centers, so no. there's no doctors, this is a bank holiday weekend. So my only option is to go to A&E. Sit there for twelve hours. Right. Which no, is just... Such jig is a far higher priority than me. Well, this is it, and I thought yeah. I said I couldn't be late, and then I was late anyway. <laughs> fucking cycle we'll get, ride. But anyway. if you lose the finger, we'll get we'll get Warren to print you a three D new one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not, I want a Swiss Army finger. Right. Swiss Army I, want, finger. I want one that can like do stuff. Be like, ah, oh, I, I, for me, I'd want a work one where it would have. Um, you know, like in Jurassic Park, where they do the thing and they go Kumpf, and there's like loads, there's like loads of things. Right, I want one like that, but I want it full of different drill bits, so yeah, I don't have bits. to keep moving back to my little go go gadget finger yeah, drill. That's it. Yeah, so that'd be awesome. Be like, oh, that just needs a little time. It's nice to know that, like, you know, Will has four fingers, and at no point have we asked Warren to do anything about like his Will's printed his own. I've seen it. <laughs> that, it doesn't Ash look like a movie. We're like, don't worry, we'll take care of it. <laughs> Actually, he, I know he's printed his own, but I've only ever seen him use it as part of his Jedi costume. Which is really bizarre because you think if you 3D printed a finger, you would just use it as part of your life rather than saving it for a costume. I was chatting to Will yesterday actually. He sent me a video of um, his penis. There's like a guitarist named John Five that played in Marilyn Manson's band years ago. This is pointless information you don't need to know. But he's got this. Does he abuse his partners as well? Yeah. They all do. With the guitar. <laughs> Marilyn, John Five, Twiggy, they're, they're all like It was there. a requirement to be in the band. <laughs> no, if he, your missus turns up for, to rehearsal without a black eye, you're out. So he's got this new signature guitar out, John Five, and there's some guy playing it in a, a reel or some video. And Will sent it to me, and he was like, I was like, that is a really nice guitar. And he's like, yeah, I don't even play, and I want it, but I haven't got enough fingers to play it. And I was just like, <laughs> you do know the, the, the guitarist in, in Black Sabbath, like, chopped off three of his fingers and still went on to play guitar and Black Sabbath for the entire time and he's just lulled it and that was it that was the end of the conversation <laughs> I was like then, I don't think he you're trying to be all positive and yeah. affirming and he's just like lol no yeah. <laughs> goes like back to sending horrible famous fucking... like one arm drummer out there as yeah, well right? yeah, yeah. Def, what's his name Def Leppard Def Leppard which is like... a real good meme that's uh, I think Blink 182 had to cancel something because Travis Barker hurt his finger and he couldn't drum and mm. it's, there's a meme and it's just the guy from Def Leppard with his one arm sat behind the drum kit is like Def Leppard's drummer looking at Travis Barker because <laughs> he, he hurt his finger and it's like fair play yeah. Play, yeah but no Geezer Butler I think pretty sure his name was in Black Sabbath he um, used to be a press operator like I, like I did back in the day oh yeah but oh, left no. his hand in the press oh, and he no. come down and chopped off three fingers and he'd learned to play guitar he got already. Terminated. Yeah, he'd learned to play guitar already, but and then was devastated because he lost three of his fingers on his left hand, so like the cold hand. So somebody made him these metal tips that go on top oh, nice. of his fingers, so he can still play guitar. And they say that like a lot of the riffs and a lot of the way like his guitar style came from him having to adapt because he's wearing the metal yeah, tips instead of that makes sense. so you could say that press machine created heavy heavy metal because Black Sabbath yeah mm-hmm. and the reason they did what they did was because they had to because he could only play certain things and so <laughs> yeah that press machine created heavy metal people there you go that's my ridiculous statement for the week <laughs> I don't know man <laughs> losing your fingers my... in a press is pretty heavy metal I reckon yeah, it's pretty that's heavy. pretty metal right by the time I was a press operator, the press wouldn't even move up and down until you closed the guard. <laughs> but in the 70s, I don't think they cared. They didn't care about that. You were expendable. Yeah. <laughs> your squishy bits weren't, uh, weren't on the company payroll. So how was your week, Rooney? Long. 
I know it wasn't actually any longer than anybody else's, but I'm off for the next week. Yeah, sorry. So I've fun. been counting since I woke up, well, before I went to bed Sunday night, I was counting down to five o'clock Friday. And the fact that Friday was really quiet at work, we were all just like sat there, just, can we go home yet? Our boss isn't in. So we had a, we had a year six school disco playlist day where we <laughs> we listened to such bangers as no um, no 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 that didn't actually no, get played no. oh, what? what we did have uh, Saturday Night by Wickfield oh that's uh, yeah, true yeah. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks uh, Macarena uh, I, no I think we I think someone tried to put that on and we were just like no fuck off Vito <laughs> <laughs> Friday so, by Rebecca Black got played twice Turn Off the Landing Light by um, oh, what were they called do you remember on the Big Brother there were the two Puppets that they used to have. Not Big Brother, Big Brother. Zig, uh, Zig, Zig Zag, yeah. Turn off the landing light by Zig and Zag. Did you have that? They were these like free singles. I like to move it, move they it. They did that. They t- mm. did turn off the landing light and another one. I just remember. Wow, you are just a wealth of pointless information, aren't I you? Just, I just <laughs> vague memories of seeing it on the shelf when I was looking for, like, I don't know, Park Life by Blur or something. <laughs> we had uh, Dr. Jones by Aqua oh, and Barbie Girl by Dr. Aqua. Jones. I think one? you should instead of telling oh, us what um, songs are, you should sing them to what's us. What's that? Um, you know the Superman <laughs> song. It's like comb your hair. Superman. Oh, <laughs> the kids disco <laughs> one. No, yeah. we didn't play that. Fortunately, what about Drive Bunny. Oh, Drive Bunny. <laughs> yeah, Drive Bunny. Jesus. <laughs> God, I used to have that on a vinyl single. I've skidded I, across many dance floors on my knees to Drive Bunny. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. What was the other one I put on? Oh, fucking uh, Witch Doctor by Cartoons. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ting, tang. What a, what a, bing, bang. There you go. <laughs> I had no idea until you started singing it. I was like, oh, so that's what that song's called. Yeah, okay. It was, uh, and we had, we do it all through a fucking uh, Alexa. Other voice activated personal assistants are available. Um, and we had it cranked up full. And the warehouse boys, there was only a couple of them, and one of them came up uh, mid morning. And we we're like, are you enjoying the tunes? He was like, mate, we are working directly underneath <laughs> that speaker. He's like, it's like I'm stood next to it. He's like, I'm enjoying it though. He's only like 25 or something, so he didn't know most of the yeah, songs. Yeah. Yeah. But he's oh, like, bless. what's that one about uh, Cotton Eyed What? <laughs> Everyone in the warehouse is dancing around and I'm doing circles. It was depressing because my boss wasn't in this week. I was the oldest person in the office. And of course, all the old people jokes were then directed at me. Of course, yeah. I mean, most of them aren't that much younger. They're only still like five or six years, but it, <coughs> Mate, it's it enough. It could be five minutes. And there's nothing yeah, like old yeah. jokes about you. Well, the fact that we've got two apprentices in there, one who's 21 and one's 22. And like, I think the average age is about 30 in my office. Which one eats their sandwiches slowly and which one uh, couldn't keep his girlfriend she went back to America? Same one. Same one, that's what I thought. I was just... <laughs> Shout out Jacob. Out. <laughs> Shout out Jacob. You're like a C-list celebrity on this podcast now <laughs> bless him when he went to America because I've started I, I, I caved the other week and started playing Pokemon Go again oh no he's been playing Pokemon Go like almost straight through because he was at school when it came out <laughs> I I have to take you to task for this because in my old job there were two people in the, like <laughs> late 20s that would go out on their break and walk around looking yeah. for Pokemon and every time they'd come back in the building I'd rip their shit out of them <laughs> so I'd be remiss not to rip the shit out of you as a 40 year old man add it to the list playing Pokemon Go yeah. yeah but I think that's more embarrassing than all the other stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about Pokemon's cold again since when since when since was it ever cool I mean, Pokemon's never yeah, yeah, cool. I'll take on you it's both when was Pokemon man. ever cool Pokemon has hey. been cool since it appeared my namesake right it's going to catch them all right uh, yeah well, he's he's retired now. 
They finally well, yeah. retired him. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Do you know what? A <laughs> ten-year-old with a rat finally went and got the help he needed. Ten-year-old took like 22 years to become a Pokemon master. So like he's he's like aging in dog years or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know someone else that's obsessed with Pokemon. My four-year-old nephew. I'm in good company then. I mean, I'm then not because Will also likes it. Pokemon. But oh fuck's sake! The kids are back into it, man. They're, yeah. they're, uh, the trading cards are back. That's a thing. I'm just. Do you know? What? I'm, I might just get a list of all the things Will's into and just like so avoid them, not the play. It's like a it's like a touchy blacklist. Yeah. You're not allowed to be into any of these things. <laughs> Fortunately, most of the things he's into, even if I'm into them, I was into them first. So he has to give them up. You're allowed to like Star Wars anymore, Will. There you go, Will. No more cross-dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Rooney's been doing that since he was a teen. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, when I, if, I was a, if I was a teen the, in this day and age, I would that fucking Finster I would know. have some real competition. Teen you could have pulled it off. Teen me could have pulled it off because he didn't have this middle-aged spread. The villain beard. Or the villain beard. Yeah. The wrinkles, the grey hair. Yeah, yeah, okay, we get it. I'm old and fat. The neg- negative attitude towards life. I mean, like, young you was so no, it's positive. Just you. <laughs> my attitude is only negative towards you. <laughs> Other areas of my life, I'm a fucking ray of sunshine. Yeah, I talked to Amy. She, she, she doesn't agree with that statement. That's because Amy's a ball bag. Well, well, there we go. Officially. <laughs> official. There you go. Ruining his official statement on his fiance, she's a ball bag. My week was so boring, I've been sat here the entire time trying to remember what I did. And I, aside from like getting sunburned, weeding the driveway for five yeah, hours. You, you got really autistically it. obsessed with sunburn, with uh, weeding and got yourself sunburned. Yeah, I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something nice and be selfless. <laughs> so I decided, right, this patch of the driveway, that's my patch. I'm getting this done today. I had like three cups of coffee, got my head down. Five hours later, I finished my patch. I was so proud until I walked into the garden and they all went, fucking hell, you have red raw. And I looked down. Yeah, you you like, lot can't yeah. see this, but like one side of his body is glowing. Yeah. <laughs> the side that was in the sun. Yeah. The other side um, still. Yeah. <laughs> you got like pale stripes where you were sat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's probably not helpful now. I'll give you a top tip. Some hand lotion. <laughs> just, just spray weed killer on it and leave it. Like. No, get one of those the little flamethrower ones. I mean, that is cool. We got one. We did that after. I had to dig all the crap out so we could put new sand in and new sand. I keep meaning it. Oh, okay. Like, so you're doing it like proper. Proper. Like, yeah, oh, you're doing a proper job. You yeah, I thought you just like weeding it, it all. No, this Ouch. was a once a year kind of driveway, full clean and full rejuvenation. Plus, you know, at some point, my mom's looking to sell a house so we can get the fuck out of Harvard. So. <laughs> Everything else, you know what I mean? See, Amy won't let me get one of those little flame flower weed killer things. No. I'm not allowed near it. I'm just, but you know. Yeah, she won't let me get one. I'm like, I'm a 40, people. nearly 41 year old man. By the time this goes out, I will be 41 years old. Have if you, I want to get one. Having known you and Amy for the, your entirety of your relationship, it shocks me every time you say, Amy won't let me do this because there's not like. There's not many things that no. she says no. <laughs> And usually, even if she says no, I go ahead and do it. But you've got to pick your battles. No, Rooney, that one's going to split you in half. It's too big. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, I don't see, care. She also <laughs> won't let me get a chainsaw, but one day I'm going to rock up with a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, so and I'm going to run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you got priors? Like, is there a reason you're not allowed fire implements? Is because there... she thinks I'm going to set fire to things. Well, yeah, obviously. But, like, yeah. have you. Is, is there been an incident where, like, you know, you've set fire to something that. I set fire to lots of things. If anybody yeah. in your life should be setting rules for you, it's me, because I've been 
there for like 25 years. I've seen. Yeah, but she's heard a lot of the stories yeah, yeah. and she's seen the videos, and, and I'm just like, fuck it, <coughs> leave him to it. This kid, folding shit and come up smelling like roses. So just leave him to it. <laughs> but you got to pick a battle. She won't let me get the flamethrower uh, weed killer. Uh, when the boring company was selling fucking actual flamethrowers, I mean, I know they're illegal in the country anyway. She but. won't let you get that, but she will let you get the mechanical fuck machine. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because she can use that. Oh, okay. So it's it's not about what you can't have; it's about what benefits her. I think well. she just doesn't trust herself with a flamethrower or a chainsaw. Yeah. I wanted to get a scythe. We were, uh, yeah. <laughs> of course, you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cosplay death. We were at a big, uh, a big boot sale, and someone had like clearly like cleaned out a barn or something, and there was all these sorts of things, and there was a massive fuck off scythe, and I was like, I want that. And she's like, you are not buying a fucking scythe. Again, I'm but, surprised but, you but, listen. But, but. You don't listen to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> what makes Amy such a, like, I'm engaged to an authority in your if, life? If I want to get laid, like, any time between now and one of us dying, um, I have to I have to give in. It's, it's more about compromise, which so is you've, something you've never really understood. Have you... Uh, oh, fuck off. I did, <laughs> I did 90% of the compromising in my entire life. I mean, yeah, to be fair, but... Yeah. You needed to. When you're, you not, when you're punching that high. Have you not listened to our podcast for the last six months? <laughs> I'm like, none of the shit I'm interested in, just the shit Rooney's interested in. <laughs> I'll just pretend I'm interested in it too. Side note, have you ever used a side for its intended purpose? I have not, no. Incredibly fun. I can imagine it is. Yeah, uh, I used to work at this wildlife park back in the day and they had like some new stuff, but there was quite a lot of old shit laying around and one of those things was a scythe. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, it looks rusty as fuck. But like, I will, I had a bench grinder, so I was like, I'll just sharpen that up and give it nice. a go. And yeah, it's incredibly fun. Like, when they're sharp and they're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's good for about 10 minutes and you're like, fuck. This is our work. There's a reason there's a petrol like strimmer in there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like the strimmer was broken, which is why it was like, well, I need to do this job and I'll make this work. But <laughs> like after that, I was like, yeah, no, ten minutes of that. Just imagine, I'd, I'd, I'd restore it. I'd get it hung up on the wall in the living room. That would look fucking awesome. You walk into my house and this is a full size fuck off sh- uh, scythe on one wall, and then a Klingon backlet on the other. It's like. But you know, at some point I'm gonna come round and knock it off the wall. It's gonna cut my leg off. And you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I, I hate mean, to sound like I'll me. Get a, I'll get a peg leg before you. <laughs> this sounds like <laughs> yeah, a you problem, thing, right? You're so much more pirate than yeah, me. You won't like. be in your house anymore for jealousy. It's just. Like, I can just imagine. Just imagine. Oh no! It's chopped his leg off. And wait a minute, his leg's chopped off. He's gonna get a peg leg. Right, give me that fucking side. Yeah. I'll be cutting your own leg off. Both of them. Yeah, oh shit! We need two ambulances. <laughs> Two ambulances, but three peg legs. Three peg legs, two ambulances. I sent you a text of a parrot on my shoulder and you're like, fuck! Oh! He's doing it, he's doing it. <laughs> About to stab myself in the eye as well. <laughs> no, just do a Gabrielle and just wear a patch yeah. you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> That's a reference to the 90s kids. Have you ever considered death as a cosplay? I have. I would love to do a Terry Pratchett just, death. Just turn up at Comic Con so just walk up to people and be like, sorry, it's your time. <laughs> need, I need the stilts. Stilts, the big cloak, the, the glowing eyes and the skull face and just walk around not saying anything, just being ominous. I'm surprised, like with all of your like niche interests and things that you've 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 done throughout your life, I'm surprised stilts aren't something that you've already mastered, to be honest. I'm six foot two. There aren't many things I need stilts for. Yeah, but you're like the king of lording it over people. Imagine how <laughs> much easier it'd be to lord it over people. Have you never noticed how every talk, woman huh? I've ever been with since my first girlfriend have all been significantly shorter than me. <laughs> They're easier to move around the bed, right? I mean, that was yeah. part of my 
Rationale, yes. <laughs> the other part is the shorter they are, the, the, the closer less they are impact, to my dick. The less impact they have when they're banging me from behind, and you know, safer. That's why it all had to be petite because I did it once with a sturdy girl and she nearly yeah. shattered my coccyx. <laughs> You're like the real reason I got a bad back. The real reason I got a bad back, yeah. <laughs> She she was really enthusiastic, yeah. and there was a lot of mass. <laughs> Basically, launched me off the end of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, do we have some content this week, or are we just going to continue talking shit about my arsehole? <laughs> I mean, I mean, done 158 episodes. Well, well, let yeah. me rephrase that. Get to the content, because we're not just going to talk <laughs> about my arsehole. <laughs> Loch Ness hunters search for Nessie ongoing as something unusual in the water. <gasps> Was it a used condom? <laughs> oh no, wait, because that's in Scotland. Yeah. And their politicians don't pump our fresh water supply full of uh, raw sewage. Do they not? No. No, no because then they're cunts. They do have a But lot they're of, not Tories. They've got a lot of springs up there. They've got a lot of springs. springs. That's probably why, because if they start polluting it, they wouldn't be able to bottle it. True. Well, they would. They'd just ship it down to London and we'd lap it up. Mm. I, I, don't we? Well, I mean, anyway. compared yeah. to the water in London, it's, yeah. it's you know. The more we talk about Scotland, the more I feel that like we, we should just move, all to move to Edinburgh. Yep, and start and just like relocate into like when, when they have their referendum and they finally leave the union uh, before the date that they actually leave. I'm fucking off up yeah, there because once they leave, they'll be like English. No, They're going to rebuild no. Adrian's Wall from their side. Yeah. It'll be like fucking East and West Germany. <laughs> People desperately trying to get across into the Highlands and just getting gunned down by fucking Suella Braverman. The, uh, I mean, I'm for it. If there's a zombie apocalypse, it'd be good to have like some sort of massive wall. It would, you know. There's also lots of like islands and North Sea drilling platforms up that way. True. You can get on there. Natural and- resources to be had. Exactly. Self-sufficient. The more this country votes Tories in, the more I'm starting to realise that like there are more like Tory fans there are in this country right Mm. over the last twelve years. Historically Hadrian's Wall was built because the Romans invaded and they were trying to go north and the Scottish were like, Oh fuck you and (laughs) it was built by the Romans to keep the Scots in Scotland Mm -hmm. because they kept raiding England, right? So with all that if we bear all that in mind, if we move there, we can, like, you know, never have to deal with Tories ever again. I know. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, I would move to Ireland, but I've got the wrong accent and I'll probably get shot. So... Mm. Yeah. It depends where in Ireland. Well, if you go to Northern Ireland, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, well, we'll go there. Well, no, but then you're still in the UK, you ball bag. Yeah, but we can take, we can take over Stormont <laughs> <laughs> and have the best named recording studio <laughs> in the entire world. Because um, I, I don't care about anyone. Whenever that comes on in the news, even if I'm not paying attention, <laughs> I storm on. I'm like, Whoa. I mean, I don't want to be the one to say it, but the Irish tend to have quite a reaction to people taking over their stuff. So I would just say, will we? It's I, the same as the. the I don't want to get exploded by a car bomb. I'm, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Look, we've got Will. He is just. <laughs> Your car's Mitchell. a pretty easy mark as well. It is. It's not subtle, is it? No. <laughs> And when we get the touch mobile, it'll be even fucking oh, worse. Yeah. A dildo, a bright orange dildo-shaped transit van. I wish it was the seventies when those things were like cool, like those big bananas on wheels. There's a, there's a, I think it's an escort van on the little ones driving around Harlow, covered in brown velour. 
Ooh. It drove past me twice on Friday. Round the loop. Yeah, going in opposite directions. Because if it was going the same way as me, I would have followed it's it. Not, it's to find to out, find out where it goes, because mate, where did you get that done? Because I want it. But yeah, there is one. They they live among us, and I was like, that's absolutely fantastic. We need to find out where they did it so they can do the Chuck Jigmobile for us. Yeah, orange velour. Orange velour. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a nice combination. We could get lace frills around the super pimp my... wagon, right? Like that is <laughs> that's what that says to me. I can like, suede upholstery. I can take my toothbrush out there and like flick up the side so it looks like we've got comp stains on it to stay on brand. Mate, we'll just go to that dogging spot we inadvertently yeah, yeah. went to, and <laughs> they'll be realistic. One Tree Hill, Basildon. We are coming. We are, <laughs> and so are you. All over our velour. <laughs> And you know that shit ain't gonna wash out either. So oh, no. it, we'll be, be out there with the, years. the fabric protector. <laughs> Lock it in, mate. We'll get some of that stuff I keep seeing advertised on like infomercials. That way they'll just dribble <coughs> off the side. <laughs> There's a mental image you doesn't need. 90 years after the flurry of Oh time. yeah, Loch Ness. Yeah. <laughs> Loch Ness, take weird in the water. That's right. There's definitely something weird in the water around here. <laughs> Nice this fucking redbush. <laughs> Ninety years after the flurry of sightings that sparked the Nessie craze, the executive behind the new Loch Ness Visitor Centre insists something unusual is happening here. The Loch Ness monster phenomenon really kicked into high gear in 1933, when three sightings turned an obscure Scottish legend into national news. Now, as the reopening date for the mysterious Loch's tourist centre is announced. The executive in charge of the facility's refurbishment insists the search for the mystical beast is ongoing. Of course he would. <laughs> well, that could be your dream. If you do relocate to Scotland, That's my that job. would be your job. That's right? my dream Imagine job. how I happy be, you would be with that. I will be the executive in charge of the Loch Ness Visitor Centre. I thought you could be in charge of the IT part and I could just be in charge of being like, no, I've seen it. <laughs> So I'll be in charge of an natural yeah. department and you just chat yeah, shit. it's fine. We can, we can be in charge of disinformation. We can just put Reg in a little like, yeah, let's put him in a cage. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it can just say, new local man. <laughs> and then when people walk in, you can kind of be the greeter, but you don't even say hello. You just go, I've seen it. I've seen it. I see it was a dark night. And then you know you what? Meet, you my know. complete lack of any real skills or qualifications, I still think I could pull that job off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd be we great. Get, and then we get yeah. like a poke box. Yeah. It's made out of perspex and there's just him inside yeah. it. Little air holes drilled at the top. That's Once fine. Put a bucket we... in the back, you know. Occasionally, <laughs> we would just, you know, for him, we could just pull a curtain across where he scurries yeah. back to his bucket. <laughs> Little privacy curtain for <laughs> <from> bucket time. <laughs> Once a day, you could, like, drive the Pope Mobile around Loch Ness and I could just wave at all the people. <laughs> wave at Local crazy man. <laughs> Hotel manageress Aldi McKay first reported seeing a whale like fish <laughs> in the waters of Loch Ness on April 14th, 1933. She said the massive beef was black, wet, and had water rolling off it. Almost like it was in a lock. <laughs> Almost like some of the videos. Are Suspicious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like a touching mobile. <laughs> rolling down the sides. A few months later, George Spicer claimed to have seen the monster on land, describing it as a massive reptile. Finally, in December of that year, London gynaecologist Robert Wilson captured the iconic image that became known as the surgeon's photograph when it was published the following year. Loch Ness, is it normally an area of interest for gynaecologists? <laughs> 
Big white holes? I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Gynecologists, reach out to us. Yeah. Do you like lakes in particular? <laughs> Scottish ones? But 90 years later, despite thousands of hours of investigation and the 24-hour webcam being trained on the loch's murky waters, no better evidence of a giant beast has emerged. Juliana Delaney is chief executive of Continuum, the company behind the refurbishment of the visitor centre at the old hotel, I can't pronounce that word, <laughs> where Audi McKay once worked. She has pledged to continue the search for the elusive Nessie. The real story and the truth is that Loch Ness has phenomena that nobody can yet find the answer to. So do, we don't say there is a monster or there isn't a monster, she said. But what we do say is something is happening here. Something unusual is happening here. Juliana added, I want the search to be ongoing. I don't want the search or the research to stop. That's really important. I don't want the Loch Ness investigation to stop. So, And so we are now encouraging a new generation of, you might like to call it, Nessie monster spotters. <laughs> Every guest who comes through and buys a ticket to the Loch Ness Centre will for one year become a part of our Loch Ness quest. So we will send them updates, we'll send them any sightings, we'll keep them up to date with what's happening on Loch Ness for 12 months after they visit. Uh, the newly refurbished Loch Ness Visitor Centre and attraction will officially open doors on June 10th. Do you think there is any reality in a Loch Ness monster claims or are they just hyping it up to generate business? In this particular instance, they are quite clearly just hyping it up to generate yeah. business. I think if you want to really like create buzz about Loch Ness you don't send the executive of the company that's going to be making money <laughs> off people believing in it out to promote it you get a couple of crazy locals that believe they've seen it exactly. to go out there and start talking about it build the myth and then suddenly you're like oh by the way you can come and well, you can come hang it. out at our uh, yeah. visitor centre buy a ticket yeah we'll send you emails for 12 months afterwards do you want to be a part of the quest for Nessie I absolutely do I'm starting to starting to question whether I can buy a ticket remotely not actually visit because Ain't nobody got time to go like, away to Scotland. But most complete lack of sightings emails you'll get for a whole year will be really <laughs> Yeah, it's just every month. Really like, be still, something. still nothing. Still nothing. Yeah, still <laughs> nothing yet. <laughs> Loch Ness updates. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I didn't know there was a twenty four hour webcam there. That's pretty cool. Is it not quite a big lake? I feel yes, like it's massive, yeah. One it's one camera. Even, even, even with a four K camera. Even with a wide angle lens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I feel like it's yeah, just no. going to be an expanse of grey water surrounded yeah. by grey hills. You know, full well, like, birds just going to go sit in front of that for a little while. And <laughs> yeah, do you think... be a stray haggis blowing past. <laughs> do you think Loch Ness is a portal-like phenomenon like we theorised the Kentucky cave system is? I think we theorised that Lechnos... Lechnos? Fucking hell, that Loch Ness was as well, once before. Yeah, I floated. I made that theory up and floated it, it and now yeah. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, you're not the first person to suggest that. Right. But yeah, that would make sense as to why Nessie appears and then disappears seemingly for years at a time. Yeah. Um, and why they, they can't quite sonar sound the bottom of the lake because they reckon there may be caves and various other shit down there because it's super deep. Now they're the caves they need exploring. They're the ca Greg, Dana, yeah. get Tyler. <laughs> down you go, guys. Yeah, just send Tyler down first. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler is your will. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Strand is not expendable. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> He's also not a knob. So well, sorry, I, I figured you'd put him on a rope or something. Put him on a rope, yeah. I don't want to say... trouble, two tugs. Yeah, I don't want to say like bait, but, you know. <laughs> and just have him thrash around a bit, you know, like an injured seal. <laughs> Greg and Dana, I will put myself forward to be your expendable. 
So just give me a call, reach out to me on like Instagram or something. I'll come and do all the dangerous <laughs> shit for you. Just to make him jealous. Just to make me jealous, yeah. <laughs> I heard we had some interesting shit about AI to talk about. Did you? Yeah, that's what I heard. I that's that. what your birdie told me. Well, obviously I've been sending you guys some some stuff. <laughs> some you worrying have, shit. Some <laughs> worrying shit. Um, can you, in future, can you send me that before like the 9pm watershed? Yeah, no. Because so, after 9pm, I tend to get way more paranoid than I do during the day. He's worried so, about AI creeping in the window at night. Yeah. So obviously, like I, I did send you that guy, uh, the video, um, about how basically you only need like a tiny little snippet of uh, your vocal. Yeah. Uh, like, And it doesn't even need a very short sentence that can just be put straight into an AI. And uh, then they can just <coughs> duplicate your voice. Um, and then, so they've got your voice. Uh, and then obviously, like, just search on the internet quickly. You can find somebody's date of birth um, relatively then easy to find their address. Yep. Uh, so then you've got something that has your voice, knows your date of birth and your address, which is pretty key to any phone conversation. Um, and to a certain extent, you could, you know, this is next level because if you had that information anyway, you could just ring somebody up and like yeah. apply for credit cards and that sort of thing, and da, 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 which is really easy. But also then when you have the person's voice, yeah. There's a whole new <laughs> level of shit that you can do, which is just horrific. Um, so that's like the serious side of it, which is just terrifying. And I said we, we'd stop talking about it for a while because it is like when you actually start looking into it, it is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like, and that, that shit's out there now. Like, it's not even like future tech. It's yeah, like this it's isn't ready like, to we're not go. talking like, about this is going to be ready in 10 to 15 years. Yeah, it's like people guy, are doing yeah, this. Like, this as an example, live on stage, just reproduced a person. Like a basically a carbon copy of a real person, but just digitally, and like you're like, oh, we're shit, screwed. Uh, like we're really screwed. Um, but I, then, yeah, I found loads of stuff on AI this morning when I was looking for stuff to talk about, and I refused to bring it because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the more we talk about it on Tajik, the more someone's gonna find out, target us, blah blah blah. But there was one girl that was like, I make like OnlyFans content, but she was. Asian, she had the hijab, 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 yeah. hijab on, yeah. and all of like the cultural outfit that you would wear if you're um, from that part of the world. And she was complaining that like she had a a monopoly, well, more or less a monopoly because there's not many people yeah dressed like her, look like her, who do this stuff. But now people can create that on AI. She's like her subscribers are going down and down and down because people can just go and get it for free. Yeah. yeah. But basically, these days, if I don't see you face to face and can't poke you to verify mm. you are real, I don't trust you. I don't oh, yeah. believe you're a real person. Catfish did that so many years ago. <clears throat> what came out to you and poked you? No, it, it, <laughs> it made me realise that like anybody you talk to on the internet could not be the person that they. Usually, there's it. usually there's signs. Oh, there's, of course, there's, I've there's seen enough catfish. You watch episodes. catfish and you're like, <laughs> okay, we're, we're, I go we're, to their profile. If they've got fifty friends, they're all women. They're not posted anything, and they haven't got the same profile picture. I know they're probably. It's like, not the you, same it's like we're five minutes into this episode. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this person is quite clearly. There, yeah. There's so many red flags here, mm. but the person at the other end is all like, I'm so lonely. Yeah. Um, but but, the, well, if you combine that, so obviously, like with the like hologram performances oh god yeah which are basically like, photo realistic like mm -hmm. and you wouldn't know the difference so if you had uh somebody's information in their voice and then from their pictures you can digital scan them and then create that image anyway and then how easy would it be like you could do 
Like it'd be brilliant. You could do all your Zoom meetings. All your you could Zoom just literally just like done with AI. Um, so <laughs> you know, even as you say, like even like unless you're physically in front of somebody, mm-hmm. like you know, I've, I've got to be able to reach out and touch you to confirm you're actually there. Otherwise, you yeah. don't exist. I just think like. No one's talking about the detriment it's going to cause to creatives, right? Mm. Like, I every time I go online, I'll see some new AI version of a song, right? It'll be so. Yesterday, I listened to wow, what was it? Many Men by Fifty Cent, but Biggie does the chorus and Tupac raps the verse. My nice. God, it's great! And I'm sitting there watching it like I don't ever need to like pay attention to new music yeah. <laughs> I can just go back and listen to all my favourite songs performed by different, by different artists, artists. to yeah. make them fresh all over again but like creatively people can like this right they could take 158 episodes of Tajik put them in the AI machine and probably I'm re- really tempted to do that one week and just release it and see if anyone picks up mm-hmm. on it recreate a version of Tajik I don't think it would ever be as good as Tajik because we're unpredictable and we change Are we it. though? After 158 episodes, are you telling me an AI can't write an algorithm that would take into account our unpredictability? Oh, I mean... We're not that unpredictable. Could it have predicted us sitting down to record uh, Avengers Age of Ultron and then doing two hours of basically on Helium? Probably not. No. But it could now because we've done it. So that's now factored so in. So it's now a possibility. So the more data it has, the more yeah. it can predict of what we'll do. And it will just start taking these odd subjects. I thought we were <laughs> safe for the time being because we are somewhat unpredictable. I'm not even here. I'm an AI. <laughs> Beep bloop, motherfuckers. Okay. Fuck! <laughs> Beep bloop, motherfuckers. I'm an AI. No, I, I feel like, like we are quite unpredictable from week to week. So, And the topics we discuss yeah, like yeah. you'll bring stuff that i would never even think of bringing <laughs> to the podcast and vice versa right and then ash turns up with his ai stuff and we're like <laughs> then we get scared it's yeah. like yeah, about the only point that they could probably recreate authentically is that ash turns up and talks about ai <laughs> the I intro think, and the outro because yeah. yeah, they're the very formulaic they but also i'd say the general content yes but then the segues for your memories your old stuff yeah. that you remember that, yeah. that you wouldn't have written unless you've written a blog of your entire life yeah. with all of your life experiences that's where it would yeah it but the work, AI right? could just invent memories it can just invent oh, things oh 100% like I, I think one of the first things I sent you was that um, party wasn't it it was like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah and party. it was like a, a, just a selection of like pictures from a party and like <laughs> at face value they look pretty normal but then when you start looking it's like something's not quite right and then at the end, right at the end, it's like this whole party this never happened. Whole this party is never completely happened. generated. All AI. Yeah. all AI. Like every single person in it. And that's and then when you go back and look, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, because the people look a it's, bit it's generic. All like they, all look, they all look like they're, yeah, Do sort of teeth? from the same family. <laughs> yeah, you know they all I mean? look like, a little bit like... Yeah. Um, oh, I saw the other day... in Alabama. <laughs> I saw the other day, there's this unsigned band from up north somewhere, and they're like... We've been doing this for a long time, struggling to get any kind of exposure or anybody paying attention to us at all. So we've written a new album. We've taken all of our recorded vocals off and put AI Liam Gallagher vocals on it, released it, released it as an album on YouTube. And mate, they're doing like tens of millions of views. I've heard that. They played on the radio the other day. Exactly. And it was just like, and everyone's like, just sounds like a new song. Yeah. From Lingo, it's like so it's absolutely crazy. If like, you like again, this is what I was building to with we're quite unpredictable, so at the moment we're okay. 
But if you're, if you, your selling point is you're the only person with like Liam's voice. Yeah. Or you're, you've got an angle, you've got like something that you do that's, that you do over and over and over and over again mm. that's easily, easily replicated. What's to say that like your career is now going to go because people can create yeah. that shit, own it, and then release it, make all the money without you. And I would not like to be a copyright lawyer right now. Oh, yeah, God. no, it's because uh, it's a yeah. horrible situation. Because it's like look, that 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 album yeah. you gave us an example. Yeah. Yes, like. it's like it's Liam's voice, but it's not yeah. Liam's voice. It's a computer did that. The computer and the program are owned by someone else. Yeah, it's their lyrics that it's singing. So um, Liam has no claim on that. The fact that it is imitating him spot on. Well, that's not illegal. <laughs> so, yeah, being being famous at the moment, doing anything like that is yeah, fraught I mean, with <laughs> with problems. So, just just to bring it round a little bit, um, obviously, I sent you. So, from that, there's a group called Cursed AI, and oh, yeah. it is sometimes <laughs> funny, sometimes <laughs> horrific. So, the, like for example, ballsack fashion. Um, which, I said, oh, I saw, which, is, like, yeah. which is just horrific but also quite funny but then also Marilyn Manson holding baby, baby Brogan yeah. which is again spot on and I don't know like because he's quite a weird looking dude yeah um, like that it's just looks not, like it could be it's yeah. about 98% there from yeah. what from that yeah, yeah that's mean, if you yeah. refine that shit but, yes. <laughs> but there's you see that Sebastian's love child thing I sent you yeah oh, oh god oh, that gets up, yeah. like yeah, that's just messed up. Seriously, like, people so, Google some oh, of this shit. It's... Yeah, like, we'll, maybe we'll put some links on or something. But, like, yeah, it's just horrific. <laughs> I'd say, it's like, just, yeah. with the speed that technology does what technology does, like, we're probably about a year away from it being indistinguishable. Right? Mm. Like, this is fresh, right? Mm. Oh, fucking advert. Everything's got a fucking advert on it now. This goes on for some time. You can tell it's not real, right? You can tell, like, if you really listen to that, you can tell it's computer generated. But in a year, you'll never know. Thing is, though, like, that is so close. You could say that was, like, unreleased B-side. Yeah, B-side. Not recorded in a proper studio. Like, not properly mixed down, whatever. Yeah, we just recorded it on the fly in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You'd be like, oh, is it an impromptu session? And you'd be like... I believe that. What what amazes me is you can tell the people driving the development of AI because they aren't developing AI to uh, flip burgers better or to do my fucking job or to take away the shit that people don't want to do. Mm. There's no AI algorithm out there that will work out your taxes for you Mm. or any of that boring shit. It won't fill out forms. What it will do is it will go and it will write a song Mm. where there is no artist to own the money so the people... You created it. Yeah, the record company gets 100% of the profits. Um, They're making AI that will make art. So the artist doesn't get any money. The person who owns the AI gets all the money. So it's the people with the money already sat at the top of the tree that are driving this development. Because the idea, the dream of AI is that AI and machines take away all the drudgery of human life so that as people, we don't have to work. You haven't, I don't think you've seen it yet, but... In season, I'm currently watching season three of Mandalorian. When I go to that planet with Jack Black and Lizzo, 
mm. and all the yes. sorry spoilers spoilers all of the imperial <laughs> droids are mm. doing all their work and they're like well why are you relying on droids and they're like because people don't want to do this shit anymore yeah. like yeah, everyone's yeah. now free to live their best life yeah. get involved in art yeah. do all the stuff they want to do because these imperial droids are doing it they got battle droids yeah. just like <laughs> so carrying so people shopping for them yeah, and yeah. stuff it's, see that's 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 the that's the ideal you know, conclusion of of the droid of like you know robotics and and AI is you combine the two and they take care of all the drudgery. So economies kind of become redundant because robots and AI are doing all the shit. So humanity can focus on being human rather than being a fucking robot going to work for being forty hours a week. But I think yeah. there's some irony there, right? Because technically, at the moment, like AI is being used to do create predominantly creative yeah. things, right? Yeah. So we're talking music, art, things mm-hmm. like that which have always relied on a creative person. Yeah. Yeah. And then in these instances that, we, that they've kind of <laughs> looked at, it's like, they're not doing that. No, like they're, they're doing the exact opposite. They're doing the opposite of that. So humans are free to do that. Yeah. It's to basically explore like, what they want to do. Yeah. You know, 20, 30 years from now. Um, and the, and the other side of it is that it re- relies on capitalism effectively, not being what capitalism is. Because obviously it's built at the moment. The whole thing at the moment is built on the fact that (coughs) you only have value as a human being if you're earning money. Yeah. Mm. And the idea of of bringing in um, automation, like in car plants and things like that, was to take the people out of that so they didn't need to do it. But rather than phasing out these jobs and moving the people into other jobs or other positions, so, oh, your, your job at the Ford factory, you've been made redundant because they replaced you with robots and AI. Well, here you go. Go and make art. Go and become a recording artist. What what skills do you have outside of making cars? And then you discover people's creative skills and they go into a job doing that. But of course, capitalism doesn't. So what it does is, oh, well, if you want to keep your job, a robot will cost me £10,000 a year. You know? So if you will do the job for £8,000 a year, I'll cut your wages down to eight grand, and you keep your job. And we don't get the robots. So it just means that people are getting pushed further and down the pecking order because robots are now being squeezed in at the middle bit here and it's just another tool of oppression from a capitalist system. So, side note. Um, <laughs> I love your side notes. So um, one of the main um, furniture producers that we work with, mm. a German manufacturer, um, I've been to their factory a couple of times and they have now got automated... Um, it's, it's really rubbish. It's kind of rubbish in a way. Like, it's amazing, but it's a bit rubbish. Like, <laughs> they have, like, these automated systems where, you know, they drop all the wood in and then automatically gets picked up, gets cut, gets edged, gets mm. put in piles. Then another machine puts that pile in the right pile next to a series of robotic arms, which then build furniture yeah. from scratch. And it's not touched by a human hand until it's done. I've seen right? grand design. Which is it's incredible. incredible. Yeah. It is incredible. But what they've done is they haven't laid anyone off to make room for that. They've mm. found other roles within that. So now the like people will now, where they worked on the production line, now they'll service the robotic arms. Or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or they'll ensure like quality control. Or yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So instead of displacing the workforce, they've made it work around it so that it's like and that that's the, that's the model right that's yeah, that's, that's, that's what you, that's what you so, need to be doing and technically as well like you would be upskilling people so yeah. say if you like you know oh i screw furniture together oh but there's a robotic arm that does that now but now 
I'm a robotic arm. Now I've trained and I service yeah, yeah, those exactly. robotic arms. Which is like well upskilling, you know, and yeah. that's how they've moved that forward without displacing the workforce. I mean, which re is really realistically, like a great what should be happening? Something like that spreads around the world. The more job opportunities this person now has, because there's going to be very few. Yeah, exactly. The initial maybe ten years, very few people trained to actually. Yeah. Yeah. Maintenance, uh, do maintenance on the electronic arm. So these yeah. people were not getting retrained in their jobs, but will suddenly be able to command way more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's I, the thing. Yeah. The, ideally, the, the utopian vision of it is that when you are made redundant by a machine, universal income kicks in, and you don't have to work, and that works its way up the tree, so that the only people who have to work are you know, people like politicians and shit like that people that want to work uh, and artists, creative types, and there'd be fucking loads of them because everyone would actually be able to find time to do what they enjoy and what they're good at rather than what they have to do to pay the bills. Um, and if you don't, if you don't want to work, well, it doesn't matter because machines, the machines can produce a surplus. They can do everything we can do faster, better, and more reliably. So you can create this surplus uh, and they're also cheaper to run than human workers are. So you put everyone on universal income, no one needs to worry about money anymore, and the machines deal with all that shit. And the only people that really have to work is the people maintaining the machines. Where's the money for the universal <coughs> income coming from if no one's paying tax anymore? Well, there is money for universal income already, but that comes from what's being produced. Because if you suddenly took all of the construction, all like your, your factory workers, and replaced them with robots, the factories get, wouldn't have to pay wages. They wouldn't be paying wages. The machines can do the, what the factory workers are doing quicker. But they'll still pay the tax when they actually sell their product. But the product gets sold, and the people, obviously, it's it's a it's a self-contained system. What you're doing is taking the human element out of the bottom, and then you gradually work your way up so that with AI and shit, as we've seen like now, an AI can basically replicate a person. So if you're working in a customer service job, why do I need to talk to someone who's been out on the lash on the Sunday night, coming on the Monday as a stinking hangover, doesn't want to talk to me, because there's only eight people in the office, but there are 50,000 people trying to call that office, so you sit on hold for three hours. Um, why do that when an AI can do that job? And you can have 50 AIs running on a computer that one person would have been using, so they're dealing with 50 calls at once rather than one. Mm. An AI hasn't got the empathy or the compassion of a person, right? So, do you remember, what, maybe 18 months ago, I got that, well, about a year ago, I got that string of parking fines where someone had cloned my number plate and was yes. just driving around. Well, I went to the police, I got my, I registered it, I got my number, my reference number and everything, filled out all the paperwork, sent it all back, right? Mm. I've just suddenly remembered what I did do this <laughs> So, like, Tuesday afternoon, I'm out walking a dog, I come home, and there's a letter, on my door from a collection agency <laughs> that are like look you owe us like your bill was 70 quid it's now 600 pounds <laughs> we've come to collect it or goods worth 600 yeah. pounds and i'm freaking out and i'm like i didn't even do it in the first <laughs> place right long story short i called the woman from the collection place explained it to her she was like okay i went to the police station got another reference number so then the day after i'm calling medway Ca council where it was right because mm. the collection woman's like i can't stop this yeah i'm not you've explained to me i'm not going to turn up to your house yeah i'm the enforcement officer for this area i'm not going to come to your house so you're good with me <laughs> but you have to call the council and get them to take your name off of my list because i can't do it yeah so 
I called them once, right? No, I called a number on the fine <laughs> that says if you want to repeal, call this number. You go through the automation and you get to the bit where it's like finally, like if you want to, after about eight, <laughs> 800 different choices, you get yeah. to the bit where it's like, uh, if you want to repeal this, press four. So I press four and it just says, oh, you have to contact the enforcement agency and cut you off. <laughs> so I went for it again a second time to try and choose different options to see if I could get to a person. Yeah. Didn't happen, right? So I Googled Medway Council, found a different number, called them. The first time, the woman was just like, call the enforcement agency, put the phone down on me. <laughs> Second time I called up, the woman was like, oh, we don't normally do this, but um, I'll look into it for you. I'll put you on hold. Put me on hold 30 seconds later, cuts Cut off. off. <laughs> the third woman, because I called back a third time, didn't even get through <laughs> my explanation of why I was calling before she just hung up on me. <laughs> what the fuck, man? But in that situation, even though I got hung up three times, if I need to explain that it wasn't me, I've got the the police reference number, yeah. everything else, I would rather talk to a person that's got some empathy. Oh, yeah, well, you need, you need a human in the chain. Yeah, because so I can manipulate the AI can't them deal with it. Yeah. me off the list. If the I AI can't, can't deal with it. It's not manipulating, though. It's just like, that's that's the crazy thing about it, right? It's like, in that situation... Yeah, I'm not like, the one in the wrong, you're, but you're, I'm having to manipulate someone yeah. to, to get the right yeah, result. But, yeah. So you need someone in the chain. So those, like... Uh, you've got those eight people running a call centre. Yeah. Well, you've then got, you know, 50 they take AIs. The secondary calls. Yeah. yeah. So anything yeah. that gets escalated gets escalated to them. Yeah. So then you aren't sat on a phone on you know on hold for so, 45 minutes to talk to someone. So rather than having 50 people in your office, you could have five. You could have five doing the job of, of 50. Yeah, just yeah. running the escalators. 500. But technically, the like secondary calls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, technically, a supervisor would deal with the escalations anyway. That's yeah. my experience of yeah. having spoken to people okay. and Let not, speak to your not, not getting the result I wanted yeah. from speaking to the person who's clearly you speak isn't to the getting it. Drone. And I'm just like, I'm really sorry, man. Like, can you just escalate this? Can, like, I need to speak to somebody just above you. Is that okay? Does it? Uh, and then, do you know what I mean? But in yeah, that yeah. situation, you're going to have, like, five it, it, supervisors that would deal with that, that situation. That would deal with that anyway. shit. And it in just my experience of being the, the person whole... on the phone, <laughs> we like people like you. Yeah, because it <laughs> takes it. Okay, done. Takes Go. it from you. Go. It's your problem yeah, now. This is a hassle. Yeah. I'm going to give that to somebody give else. That so, <laughs> but someone in, who can make that decision. Yeah, in the nicest way. Somebody that can deal with it. Yeah. Like, you know. So, you. that's the thing. You don't necessarily replace people entirely you either put them out to pasture and you pay them money just to exist that's the thing you know because it that's why capitalism doesn't like it because like i said earlier under our current system you only have any value as a human being yeah as long as you are producing as long as you are making money or yeah. producing something that makes money in the ideal system that's not a problem you have your worth and your needs are taken care of so you can go and do what humans are meant to do we aren't meant to be robots and ais no but because of the way the ai is being pushed and the working the working robots are being pushed they're basically pushing humans out of the jobs but with nowhere to go sort of thing they're not being retrained mm. when they're not being put on universal income or anything like that so you're just like you've only got the same amount of jobs like that need doing but now I don't know, 50,000 of them are being done by robots who don't need a retirement plan, who don't need sick pay. Mm. But those people that were doing that, those 50,000 people are now out there in the world. They still need to work and they still need money. Well, like, for example, with the robot arms and stuff like that, mm. they're still going to need to be manufactured. Yeah. So you can push people into different industries which support that growing industry. Yes. 
you know like so with the maintenance thing but then also as i say like still the the raw materials are still going to need to be made although technically they can be 3d they can, printed they um, 3D but, printed you know, by um, robots but, but by robots so <laughs> yeah so you know it gets ideally like if you've got like a pound pound what pound land warehouse right mm. where all the stocks there and someone's just picking the stuff to send it to the different stores yeah and a robot could do that there is yeah, already robots. Could, there are already that, robots man. to yeah. do that you could retrain the people that used to do it to drive the vans to oversee their stuff to, yeah, do to maintain the, the things yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what I uh but that's only I mean, a short yeah. it's worth stressing that's only a, retraining people and moving into different roles it's only a short term solution yeah because for this to function long term you you need universal income yeah. because yeah. without that you just have more and more people out of work because the robots and the AI have put them out of work which fosters resentment and you've then got all these people and you just end up with like shanty towns and, and yeah. thousands of homeless people because you know that's not already a problem technically though if a company's not paying wages is not paying for healthcare or whatever you work at a good company all that stuff goes out the window mm -hmm. technically you could call, charge them more tax and then they would still that's be what you should be doing more profitable that's, right? that's the argument is that because you're paying less that extra money should be paid to support the people who are out of work because you've modernized and replaced them with machines mm. but businesses don't they just add that to their profits yeah. that yeah. increases their bottom line are there any career paths that you think won't be altered by ai any jobs that can't be replicated well, like what did you say, like, healthcare-wise? <laughs> I just keep thinking, like, oh, I suppose, chef. But, but, like, some healthcare stuff. So this is what I was going to say. It's like, I don't know. Like, why isn't somebody using the AI to be like, hey, AI, here's how the human body works. Yeah. Here's how cancer works. Fix it. Fix it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, is that not happening? I mean, this cursed AI shit. Like, yeah, like it's funny seeing Marilyn Manson holding Baby Yoda, but maybe we could be using it for something a bit something better, a bit perhaps. useful like, for the betterment of mankind yeah. rather than wasting toilet, uh, wasting time while I'm having a shit. I yeah. mean, didn't Warren use it to? Warren's been using it to help him write code. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, I know, a lot of people have been doing that. AI is the new Stack Overflow, and it's like at this point, anything I think requires originality probably yeah. couldn't be done but AI is all derivative yeah like I'm thinking chef like it's all well and good you could probably have a robot that could knock out meals like perfect meals constantly they do, there's a there's at least one place in uh, Japan that does that faster than humans right but if you're then say to them right we need 10 new recipes the AI is only really the AI is going to have all the information of like all right Beef and, this beef and black well pepper this goes works. well together. Yeah. So we'll combine them two. We'll so, do this. Oh, right. But so they'll hit a ceiling, right? Because yeah. Because it'll be like, they can't move on from... It's humans that can taste two things that you would never put together and yeah. go, yeah. actually, oh, the acid, really in, well. acid in that and the heat in that actually offset Salted each other. Salted caramel, for instance. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> original recipes yeah. would come out of that. So I think right now there are some career paths, like the creative one as well, where you would need something to pre-exist before yeah. you could create something new but it's only a matter of time before the AIs can just go like let's just try this yeah this new and that's thing. why AI should be being pushed down things like healthcare mm. and, and the, the stuff that people or don't want to do like tech industry for like uh, renewable energy and stuff like yeah. that 
like get get some AIs figuring out like, okay how can not only how can we make better renewable energy sources how can we sell it to people how can we convince people yeah well, and when I say in, people I'm talking about your, your maggers yeah your, your gammons oh my burning coal was good enough for my grandpa it's good enough for me but then also integrating it from to like yeah obviously that's, that's what they do in Yorkshire it's all coal tea and gravy and puffins. Pies. And puffins, apparently, yeah. Pies as well. I love a pie in Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. Uh, and butter I love a fucking everything. pie, mate. <laughs> butter in it. But like, but like, I'm moving to Yorkshire, guys. They've got puffin, butter and pies. At least that's what James Martin taught me. But then taking it from... It's funny, right? So if you look at it, right? So if you tell an AI to design something, mm. it could then build it. It could then work out the integration. Yeah. Right? And then well, how to fit it. It and can then do your marketing it. campaign. It can do everything. Yeah, it's a, it's it a just do everything. All in one and then solution. How far away? Do you remember in the Animatrix where they did the cool history lesson? Yeah, yeah. Where like basically got to the point where AI was just like, hey, let's just build our own city because the human ones are pretty shitty. It's pretty shit. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. And then how long after that would it be before we actually redundant? A prime prime example of the way automation. As a, as, a, as an umbrella subject for you know for robots and AI and all of that good stuff, is self-service checkouts. Oh yeah. Because every item that Tesco, for example, every item that Tesco sell has uh, a Barker. part of the cost, and a part of the cost factored into it is wages, training, you know, all the, the human stuff that yeah. they have to pay out for. So if I go and buy a bottle of Coke and it's two pound twenty-five. A portion of that, of Tesco's profit, is put in there specifically to pay for its staff, including the checkout person who scans it through for me and takes my payment. When I go through the self-service checkout, that money isn't going to a person. No. It goes to Tesco because obviously the machine doesn't take the money. A portion of the money. A portion. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Say that uh, out of a £2 thing... 10p to everything, a penny of it's not going to the, the cashier. Yeah. That penny goes to Tesco. Yeah. Well, it's been quite noticeable in over the last five years um, how many automated checkouts there are compared to actually staffed checkouts. Yeah. So you've gone from having, you know, on a busy like Saturday afternoon, uh, Tesco Church Langley, for instance, used to have 24 checkouts when I worked there. Like, they were all manned yeah. all afternoon because it was fucking hella busy. busy yeah. It was horrible to work there over hangover. Um, doing an uh, eight-hour shift with a hangover was not fun. Mate, I used to start work at seven o'clock on a Saturday morning in Sainsbury's, and I didn't get to sit down either. Shut up, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> Rolled in at four, ten seven. <laughs> yeah. Hungover, it's worse sitting down, alcohol. though, because you sit down, you and if you get, get a lull, you're like... Yeah. Um, but now you'll have two open checkouts, and the rest of them are automated. Yeah. Well, that's 22 <laughs> staff who aren't being employed anymore. I've seen countless people complaining on the internet, like, they've just put more automated tills in. That's the last time I'm going to that Tesco's. Whatever happened to the personal touch? And at first I was I was looking at it like, mate, I'd much rather go to... Okay, boomer. Yeah, I'd much rather go to an automated one. It's not going to ask me how my day's going. It's not going to make small talk. Yep. Any of that bullshit, right? But that was a long time ago. Now we're at this stage of AI and I'm like... Yeah, this was the first time. We, we should have noticed, right? You should get realistically. What you should do is that cost that they would normally would normally have gone to the checkout. If worker, you go to the self, taken off your bill. Yeah, you should get mm. a discount. If you yeah, you it. should get a discount if you do it. I just because you're doing a job that you're not being paid for. I mean, there were early warning signs. I remember a conversation on TESD years ago where they were 
talking about how people were using Alexa to tell bedtime stories to kids. <laughs> Someone made the reference that like it was like that Terminator ride at Disney where you go through and the Terminator's <laughs> telling bedside, uh, uh, bedtime stories to the kid. And they were talking about like we losing the personal touch and all this stuff. And at the time, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it's just an Alexa. It's just an Alexa. But you you, you come to now and you realise that the Alexa was the was one of the early stages. One of the early stages like, of this. The, the first Terminator. First Terminator. The Checkout was like the next on the thing. But all these little things that you don't notice you have brought us to this point now where. He's, he's so still hung I'm, up on I'm, the first Terminator. No, I'm just gone, man. I'm just imagining that Terminator body just instead of the head, it's just an Alexa. Just a little Alexa dot, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sat here like this is the first time I've had to use my brain on touch again, like a hundred episodes. This has been, we spent like the last 20 minutes talking about this, and this has been incredibly earnest. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, you know. This has been very sensible talk, boys. Woman bounced back from death to spread news of afterlife with no concept of time. Ooh. Ooh. the 32-year-old mum says she's experienced life after death but returns with a comforting message of feeling at complete peace after being told her life on earth wasn't over is that because her kids moved out Courtney Santiago has described their experiences Wait, on hang on why, why is my name not Santiago that has to be one of the coolest names in the world. Because then you'd be trying to fuck yourself constantly. Uh, mate, I'd do that anyway. But like, I am a Spanish vampire. <laughs> Courtney Santiago. Yeah. <laughs> That's my name. Right, from now on, Rooney is dead. I am Santiago. You must all refer to me as Santiago. Okay. <laughs> okay, says Reggie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Rooney's definitely my government name. <laughs> And that's why the AI is never going to catch you. You're never going to catch me, fucking Robochops. Until now. His government name is Beep. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when you really piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for you, I edit this. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney Santiago has described their experiences on <laughs> after having a medical procedure, which she says left her dead for around 40 seconds. Ms. Santiago, 32. Do we know what it was? Oh. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to get to it. If you oh, just okay. let me, like, you know... Can I finish? Miss Santiago, 32, has a history of breast cancer in her family and as a precautionary measure had an MRI breast scan in July last year. Her body went into shock as medics inserted an IV, causing her blood pressure to drop and her heart rate to sl slow drastically. That's bullshit. She's the one that had that butt plug in her. It was then she fell unconscious. <laughs> in a video on... Miss Santiago said, There was no concept of time whatsoever, just the feeling of complete peace. I wasn't worried about leaving behind my body, my life, my son, or my family and friends. Sounds None like of me when I consider driving my car into the central reservation. None of that felt important, she said. After entering what she described as this dream state, she found herself standing on a beach in front of a man whom she had never met but felt like she had always known. The figure told her that everything was okay, but it wasn't her time to go yet. After hearing this, her surroundings suddenly began to, began to change. She found herself in the mountains, then the back garden of her childhood home, and in several other, other, blah, several other places where she felt most connected to nature. Once she woke up, Courtney claimed that she was unable to speak and her body felt completely stiff. Uh, medics later discovered she had vasovagal syndrome. Vaso <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Vasovagal? Vagal? Vagal? That's what I thought, but there's no eye in it. Oh, yeah. Vasovagal syncope. Casey told me to just 
fake it till I make it. Just yeah. say yeah. it how you think it is, and then just leave practice it like makes that. progress. Yeah, if you'd have gone so with you the confidence, your wife when you go home, <laughs> <laughs> you just gone, gone rolled through it with confidence, yeah. being really a bit like. Yeah, 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 totes. Totes. yeah I've heard of that. <laughs> right, I've heard of that. Got a nice cream for it. Take two. <clears throat> Medics later discovered that she had vasovagal syncope, a condition which she, which she's patients... Nailed it, bro. <laughs> ...bodies over, overreact to certain triggers, such as... Oh, just e- like you. ...emotional distress or blood. Yeah. <laughs> just like you. <laughs> oh, crap. What have I done? Uh... Technology. <laughs> AI wouldn't be having this problem. AI Reggie would have just cruised through that, wouldn't have got the wouldn't have struggled with the word or anything. It would have hit the screen. Never stutters, doesn't get gas. Wouldn't have hit the screen and opened a brand new note and then lost his place in the middle of the Wouldn't have opened a porn there. tab. I mean, you know. No, I closed all my porn tabs this week. I'm not see, this is growth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blood pressure and heart uh, blood pressure and heart rate dropped, causing her to lose consciousness as her brain is starved of oxygen. While the heart can drop for up to ten seconds, the condition isn't life threatening. Uh, I'm 100% certain what I saw was the in-between and was much more than a fainting episode, Miss Santiago said. She described their experiences in a series of videos with a comforting comforting message for viewers she'd brought back from her trip to the hereafter. When we die, we're not gone. And where we go, we're happy. We're not gone, but where we go. She said, you're not supposed to see much of anything while unconscious. You don't dream or wake up with any lost time. I'm 100% certain what I saw was the in-between and was much more of a, was much more than a fainting episode. I told the nurse about what I'd seen and she told me that while it's rare, it is possible to pass away during an episode of vasovagal syncope. Now, do you believe she experienced something real? Well, I don't know. What is reality? It was obviously real to her, right? Yeah. Yes, let's not open that. <laughs> what is reality? Oh, we've just done this earnest shit. Now we need to just get back to you know. How do you think her family and son will feel hearing her say that she was happy and didn't give a fuck about leaving them? That's brutal, right? It's probably the same way as Amy and Cody feel when you're like, "I'm going to go and drive my car into the central reservation." <laughs> <laughs> At least for that's pretty, that's pretty savage, care. right? I mean, got to ask some yeah. questions, right? Is she actually that happy, like, or is it that she's completely happy and feels like she's done? She probably thought that was just some throwaway comment, but I read it and I was like, oh, "I thought it was right? Every, every, especially when you when you have a family, that everyone has commitments and pressures and yeah. things. People making demands of them, even when they don't realise it. So reaching that point where it's like, okay, all of your earthly concerns are no longer yours to worry about. It must be a very freeing experience because oh yeah, I can totally understand her point of view, and I and I imagine I would feel the same if I was in the hereafter. But as the person left behind, the person left behind, yeah, they're like, "Fuck you, I'm happy now." I'm happy. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh god, no, don't let me go back. <laughs> Is this the kind of thing people want to hear? When you die, you're happy and don't long for the living. It must make grieving easier, right? So this is probably yeah. like why this is out there in the world now. I think it's dangerous, fucking presidents. It's not like you'd be like, ah, oh, so much better when you're dead. When you're dead, no stress. You're happy. Right. Let's back off this because a new friend of mine told me that she made a joke about necrophilia on her podcast and got 
<laughs> fucking hate for it. <laughs> so we've made necrophilia jokes. We've, I think we've, fairly, we've claimed at least one of us is a necrophilia. Yeah, but let's not take the angle of, uh, what was it, glorifying... Uh, glorifying necrophilia. Suicide. Glorifying suicide. <laughs> no, I suppose, yeah, that's, that's a bit of a... Uh, I've done a very good job in 158 episodes of pointing out suicide is not the option, people. Talking is the option. What about, what about mutual murder? Because that way you're not killing yourself. Or like a death pact, like a suicide yeah. pact. Yeah. We um, have a cult. Is that, can you glorify <laughs> that? Because we have a cult for the yeah, people. We've only got a cult. I mean, we have. You kind of made a suicide. <laughs> no one knows this. I never told anybody this. <laughs> but when I was really suicidal once, and I was like, every day you saw me, I was like, today could be the day. Eventually, you were like, motherfucker, if you kill yourself, I'm killing myself. <laughs> and that was one of the reasons I pulled myself out of the hole. So, <laughs> everybody, it's my fault. I can only apologise. <laughs> if I just kept my mouth shut, we'd have Rudy's been free of him by lack now. Lack of patience and uh, just like, fuck you. It was just a lack of tolerance. I was just fed up with you going on about being miserable. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I'm, like, I'm not a patient man. And then you were like, oh my God, you're insufferable now. You're, you're even happy. worse when you're happy. Yeah. It's the yin and yang of. <laughs> Your relationship, though. It's the circle of life. How long have we been going? Oh, fucking uh, ever. Uh, like, hour and a quarter already. All right, so we've got that, your stuff, and I've still got four more. So I'm going to skip. I'm going to have a wee now. Skip. We'll cut this out. I, skip You say there. that. That's very bold of you to assume. Oh, and we've got the... Uh... Oh, I've, I've, I've got the lads, 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 three exclamation marks. In, in shiny gold I know, that's pen. why I was struggling to read it, to be honest. It's like this bling, angle. fucking bougie. Well, we now have a backup in case you forget to edit stuff out, because I have a brand new working laptop with Audacity on it. <laughs> so on Tuesday, when you send me the, the edited file, I can then load that into Audacity and re-edit. Ah. <laughs> need to change the sound. Yeah. I'll just send you the direct link to the MP3. <laughs> <laughs> to the export. <laughs> Edit all of that out because this is like my this is like my yeah, you know like I was like Mr. Vanilla right because like uh, everything and under the surface you're like yeah I know there's got to be something about him right there's there's definitely something about, something and now about I know it. what it is and now you Nerd. know my dirtiest Nerd. secret no you leave that in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's being left yeah. in there yeah. right we're back in and our executive producer Amy has sent us content which I'm very excited about. Lads, 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 lads. Right, we have we have a folded piece of paper that says answers. Okay, I'll leave that there because we don't know we don't know the format yet. It might be you two asking questions, answering questions. I was just going to give the answers to Ash. Ciao, Cali. That's what she said. Ciao, Italian. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what Cali means. I'm assuming that's Italian as well. Lads. I don't know many uh, Italian words. Ciao, Isn't that lads. Lados, lados, lados. So tomorrow it is Rooney's 65th birthday. <laughs> ah, snap, bitch. Oh, <laughs> apparently I calculated that wrong and he's actually 41. Yes, 41. It's, Fuck odd, you. Odd. it's odd though. Well, this is why I call him a bull bag. I heard when you got to 40 you just started counting back down. That's what oh, I'm I am. I'm 39 tomorrow, mate. That's yeah, fine. I'm 38 already. <laughs> Fucking no, you're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay to that badger stripe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I have compiled a fun little quiz about the year Rooney was born and some other birthday related questions so enjoy also happy birthday dog D-A-W-G nice and that's why she's the producer on Sunday yes very very well done oh for the love of fuck do we have a pen I could source you one I reckon we're in an office so I would hope so yeah I know but like would it is would this it, a paperless office now? No, no, I'll do this. I've got... Yeah, it's all fucking loads! Yeah, would it be better if 
one of us asks you questions about your year no. of birth. No. <laughs> no, because I don't want to be shown up. Oh, do we need paper as well? Uh, yes, I was going to scribble on the back here. Oh, yeah. Do we all need to write, or is it just... It's questions for all of us, so if we want to do it together, or we want to do it individually... Let's do it individually. Let's... Do it, make, it, make it a bit competitive. Oh, you know I love that. What have we got? we got awesome. There are eight questions. Okay. All right. Eight questions. And they're all multiple choice, so... Oh, everyone's lots of scribbly noises going on because um, old autistic Reggie over there has written all of his numbers out at once. I'm prepared. I'm organised. What happens if one of them would draw, draw because something? <laughs> I just draw it down here with an asterisk and put an asterisk Fig one. there. Fig, Fig one. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm going to have more time to figure out the answers because I'm not going to be fucking about. Yeah, right that whole second is going to make a big yeah. difference. What was Christmas number one in 1982? Was it A, Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid? B. Save Your Love by Renée and Renato. C. Reet Petite by Jackie Wilson. I think I think that's fair. Hold on, which, which, what, what was the year? Uh, 82. 82. Yep, thanks Amy, putting that out there. You old man. You bitch. What is Rooney's Chinese Zodiac? <laughs> A. Dog. B. Mouse. C. Tiger. I know this one because I looked it up. Squeak, squeak, motherfucker. Yeah, he's not. He's not, not a fucking tiger, am I? No. Yeah. <laughs> I see, that's what I was going to put that. <sighs> I'm going to do that thing where I just put one letter for everything. <laughs> a, B, C, A, B, C. Oh, Lord, a, you'll probably get this one, actually, Reg. Rooney's birthday falls on a Monday this year. The Boomtown Rats wrote the song, I Don't Like Mondays. But which nutter was this song about? A, Audrey Hale. B, Adam Lanza. C, Brenda Spencer. I have no fucking clue. I've just I've started a theme. I've right. started so I'll finish. Have you got are you doing what I'm doing? Well, I think you're just copying me. No. no I've, <laughs> I've been purposely looking down. <laughs> <laughs> I've inadvertently got a theme going. Yeah. Um Number four. Which drink was first introduced in nineteen eighty two? A Diet Coke, B Fanta Orange, or C Iron Brew. Absolutely a theme going on here, which... Uh, oh, see, that, this one's ruined my theme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably entirely wrong. I've only, I know only one of those is right. Um, five. Oh, God, Amy. You thirst. Which of these sexy fucks were born in 1982? Why is my name not on this list, Amy? A. She's Chris been, <laughs> been with you long enough to no longer think you're a sexy fuck. Huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, a. Chris Hemsworth. B. Ryan Reynolds. Or C, Sebastian Stan. I have no clue. I'm going to go with that one just to mess up my, my, my yeah, theme. Yeah, my theme's gone to shit. Not... Number six. Okay, off track a little, but whatever. In which film or TV show... <laughs> fucking hell, girl. In which film or TV show did I first fall in love with Sebastian Stan? <laughs> a, Captain America, the first Avenger. B, The Covenant. Or C, Gossip Girl. I wrote my answer before you even read out the answer. Yeah, you did. You yeah, were all you over that. Very keen. Okay. Well, I'm, I was going to go judging by the previous answer, <laughs> so I was going to go for that. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, fuck knows. I, I didn't know he'd been in anything else. I didn't know. I don't even know who it is. Oh, in 1982, there were a scene. The Winter Soldier. Oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I know the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I didn't know it was. Bucky Barnes. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Actually, fuck uh, in Gossip Girl. I'm pretty sure he hooks up with uh, Ryan Reynolds' real world wife now. Uh, what a tangled web. Synchronicities. <laughs> Synchronicities. Get those lines. In 1982, there was a series of poisoning deaths resulting from drug tampering in Chicago. The deaths were caused by medication being laced with potassium cyanide. But how many people died? I thought she was going to ask us a question about thalidomide babies then. <laughs> Gods. No, that's the quizzes we put together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A, 12. B, 42. Or C, 7. Mm. Mm, that sounds like a reasonable answer. Go, go Number eight. <laughs> yep. During Rooney's birthday celebration in London, after leaving the club and heading back to be picked up where... Oh, fucking hell. Let me, let me start that again. During Rooney's birthday celebration in London, after leaving the club and heading back to be picked up, where did Reggie vomit? A, in his hands. B, in a bin. C, in a plastic bag. I was going to say, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, D, all over the place. I don't know. I, Funnily enough, I have no memory. I don't expect you to remember. Well, I mean, <laughs> you were vomiting <laughs> in the of London. It's not up. surprising, really, where did, mate. Where did, we even celebrate, where did we celebrate your birthday? This is a long time ago. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm going to put the answer that I hope it is. Yeah, I saw mine. Because that would be hella funny. What are the uh, options? A, in his hands. B, in a bin. Or C, in a plastic bag. <laughs> I know it's def- definitely not C, because I've never done that in my life. Oh, no, that's, oh, that's unfortunate. That's what I was hoping for. Unfortunately, oh, I have done the first two. Like. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm banking <laughs> you on. You throw up in your hands on the way over here, like two weeks ago. That was a hedgerow. Okay, <clears throat> you've got some answers. All right, Ash, you will read now the answers. Oh, you read that. All right, right. Morning. Okay, so uh, the answer to number one is save your love, Rene and Renato. No, so that's A. A was the answer to that. I thought, I thought, hold on, oh, hold on a minute, hold on. Hang on, I thought A was... Um, I don't know, because what it is... No, wait. I thought that it says oh, answer. A for answer, answer not A yes. for... I was going to say, because so, I thought So we're going to need, um, like, I've the other bit. Here, yeah. Okay. <coughs> Do you want to? I, yeah, I can. I will do all of You need to cross-reference here. Yeah, I'm going to cross-reference. Amy, you need to think this through. You need to put the letter yeah, of the correct answer. Gonna, I'll just jump straight no, in no, there. Like, I am not going to have any disparaging of our executive <laughs> producer while I'm in the room. She saves me work. Okay. So, B. B. Oh. Yeah, uh, I, I really thought it was Live Aid. So did I. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that number one. That was number one for like ages, right? The, like the, every Repeatedly, year, so. yeah, yeah. 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 If it's not Lad Baby, it's fucking <laughs> Live Aid. Rooney's Chinese Zodiac is The Dog. Woof, woof. Which is A. Uh, number three. Um, so, Brenda Spencer, which was C. Oh, fucking miles away. At this point, having scored <laughs> naught for free, <laughs> I'd really like to apologise to you for... You know how far my head has been stuck up my own ass for the past 25 years. You know nothing about the year I was born. <laughs> no. How very dare you. <laughs> All right, number four. Amy, next year on his birthday, can we have Rooney's secrets? Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I am well versed in them. Nope. <laughs> It'll be like, which secret is he most ashamed of out of these three? Out of these three shameful secrets. <laughs> which of these sex toys does he not own? A, butt plug. B, 15-inch black rubber dildo. C, nipple clamps. Well, it's C, ah, it's like, none <laughs> of the above. I was just going to say, yeah, I was just 
I was going to say, all of the trick question. He owns all of them. Oh, no, Fish shaped fuck toy. <laughs> <laughs> Fish shape. A fish shape, you say? <laughs> I was thinking there's a little mermaid. Oh, I was thinking a Loch Ness monster. Maybe. <laughs> as as no, that would be whole fish. Yeah, as long as it's not a starfish, we're all good. <laughs> it's bleached, it's fine. It's like, <laughs> what happens if you've got a starfish in a chocolate starfish? Chocolate <laughs> starfish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, chocolate starfish. Anyway, question four. Question number four uh, was Diet Coke, which was A. Oh, finally, I got my yes. Uh, question number five is Sebastian Stan. So what? Uh, so that is C. Ah. Uh, uh, you go B, same as, yeah. Question number I six. Just, I, I thought about all of them. Wait, that motherfucker's like, the same age as me. He must yeah. use oil of Ole. I kind of looked at them all and I was like, the only one that could possibly be your age is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. See, I thought he'd be older. He just... It just, I actually he actually think, looks his age. I actually don't think any of them are at the same age as us. I thought they were all like mid thirties, but clearly not. <laughs> I think this is the problem when you get to late forties. Just yeah. assume that everyone's Hang like, on. late forties. You 40s. cheeky cunt, motherfucker! You're not far behind me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> King Crom. <laughs> you're going the right way to get locked in here when we leave. <laughs> Jesus! Right, I've, got, I've got some more green tea. <laughs> <laughs> I've just called Dan, get him to come pick me up. <laughs> right, what's six? What's six? Six. Uh, okay, Gossip Girl. Uh, so that is yes, I got C. One right. What? Did anyone get that wrong? No. No. Okay. <laughs> me and Ashley are an excuse. We've been forced to watch it. I don't know what your excuse I've is. been forced to watch it, but I didn't know who was in it. Right. <laughs> I just went because I was like, oh, well, judging by, if I think number five is C, then the continuity would mean that <laughs> to be fair, anytime what's his face, who's the guy that I really like who's in Gossip Girl? Chuck Bass wasn't on screen. Chuck, Chuck Bass. Bass. I'd lose it. I'd lose a certain amount of interest, and I'd like go to sleep. But, but he walked on screen. I was like, "Fucking Winter Soldier!" <laughs> and I was I instantly see, I, engaged again. I, I listened to my fiance, and I've heard her getting lubed up talking about how he was in Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. So. See, Amy, I do listen. You ball bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> only when you're talking about attractive only men. Only when you're though. talking about attractive men. Does she whisper his name? Instead of yours. If she did, I might come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to just find what you love now. Cause I'm gonna <laughs> We're not going to top that. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We peaked. Unfortunately, ah. we still have two answers to go. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, number seven. Where are we looking? Uh, is seven. So that's C. Oh, I, re- oh, I really over-egged that because I was like I bet it's 42 because I was like that's a lot of people yeah, I, I, that would make some news <laughs> um, apparently not apparently yeah. only 7 that was a rookie number wait no <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 8 it was in a bin it's in a bin which is B oh, I was disappointing I thought it was in his hands I was hoping for C Bag it's of a little sick. bag of puke. Bag of sick. Name me your next album. <laughs> you got a little Poundland bag full of chunks of carrot and peas. So I puked into a bin. A bin. Amy, in about four months when you catch up and you listen to this, <laughs> can you just text me and tell me? Because I have no recollection of this whatsoever. So Amy. how did we all do? I got three out of eight. I got three out of eight. I got four out of eight. Well, fuck you, you stalky bastard. Ash's no. champion. Oh. Ash's yes, a stalker, again. clearly. Yet again, he's won something else on Touchy. We've got to stop bringing him on. Yeah, we've got to stop letting him win, mate. Because yeah. <laughs> that's definitely what we're doing. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Amy. Right, how long have we been going? 
Uh, we've been going for one hour and 45. Well, it'd be slightly less than that. including the no. break we had? No. no. Okay. So about an hour and 40-ish. Meeting a visitor from a distant past turned one woman into a Bigfoot hunter. <laughs> He's back. Thir- oh. 38 years after her experience, Deborah Hatswell still doesn't know whether she saw a British Yeti fell through time to encounter a Neanderthal or met a demon conjured by an occult advisor to Elizabeth I. <laughs> I mean, that's a hell of a selection of options. Multiple pretty, choice question there. Pretty good range, right? I mean, just... You're ticking all the boxes there, love. I'm going to not... I'm going to do something I never normally do, right? And I'm going to shout out one of my follow-up questions is what do you think the possible explanation out of them three is? Drugs. So, <laughs> <laughs> all, all the fucking drugs. So as I read it, bear, like, bear in mind I will be asking you that question. But there will be follow-up yeah. questions. Uh, paranormal researcher Deborah Hatswell traces her fascination with the uncanny to one bizarre experience she had as a young girl. Despite a lifetime of research, she still can't say for certain whether she, what she saw was a real flesh and blood ape man somehow surviving in the industrial northwest of England, uh, a window through time to an earlier age, or a demon from hell itself. She says that at the time she had never heard of Bigfoot or the Yeti, when a huge hairy ape-like beast frosted its face out of the bushes as she and a friend were walking in a garden in Pendleton, Salford. Pendleton? She says uh, the day this... She tells the Daily Star online, that's why I started to search for others in my town who had seen something similar. I was very lucky that I did manage to find a number of people who also saw him or something like him. Uh, her bizarre encounter happened on a warm, sunny afternoon in 1982. She added, I was chatting and laughing That's with my friend. Year. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good year, mate. Synchronicities, right? <laughs> I was chatting and laughing with my friend when we both caught a very slight movement in the bushes and the shadows. The next moment, Deborah continued, a huge, hairy, gorilla, ape-type face was thrust at us from the bushes. We both screamed while it just glared at us from within the bushes. It was a huge thing. It looked like a man and an ape had been pushed together. It definitely wasn't a kid in a mask. They weren't pushed together, it was consensual. Some years later, Deborah commissioned a police sketch artist to draw the face that she saw that day. The creature was dark, had dark leathery skin, he had amber dark eyes, and his hair was really dark brown, that it almost looked black, but he also had a redness to it. His jawline was thickly muscled, and his mouth and teeth were like ours. His nose was flattish, like a boxer's. She doesn't specify whether that's an actual boxer or a dog, but I guess you can make that up yourself. <laughs> the 15-year-old Deborah was terrified. So terrified, in fact, she confessed that she pushed her friend over in, in her haste to get away from the terrifying Wow. Person. Friend. <laughs> Shocking Shock. Shock. <laughs> That's the kind of behaviour I expect from you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I acted without fault. I was that traumatised, she said. My dad was a big, hefty man. He was a builder, loved his boxing, and sports was and sports and was at the, his peak of fitness in 82. The thing made my dad look tiny. He could have flicked my dad with one finger easily without any effort. I've never been so scared in my life. Whatever Deborah saw, her friend saw it too. The two spoke about it afterwards, but while Deborah was inspired to learn more. <laughs> so the friend got a longer look at it. Right? Yeah, it got From much the longer look. Floor. From the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two spoke about it afterwards but while Deborah was inspired to learn more about the bizarre phenomenon her friend just wanted to put the matter behind her we did keep in touch for a number of years no no 
<laughs> we did keep in touch. <laughs> Didn't even have to say anything there, folks. Then if you noticed that, I just sat here and smirked and it was enough. That's because I knew exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> uh, we did keep in touch for a number of years afterwards, Deborah told Daily Star. In fact, we went to each other's weddings back in late 88. And it was all recriminations about how she threw me a fucking ape man. <laughs> Sadly, we are no longer in touch. Mm. Deborah said, over the, the years... man came back. <laughs> over the years, I've investigated... the. Oh, God, this is written so badly. Over the years, I investigated the possible flesh and blood angle. A surviving prehistoric... <clears throat> hominid or wild human but i've never been able to pin that down now she says i wonder if it was a time slip or a paranormal event there are multiple reports of people accidentally time traveling such as the two women walking in the palace of versailles in 1901 that suddenly found themselves in 1792 it's one of my favorites actually over the years she has also wondered if there might be a possible connection to elizabeth elizabethan occultist john d d lived in they lived in Chetham School, then Christ's College, around 10 minutes from where Deborah saw her strange apparition. He left the college in disgrace in 1603, surrounded by rumours that he had summoned Satan to seek advice and wisdom. <laughs> Perhaps, Deborah wonders, 400 years later, the dark, <coughs> dark Lord was still hanging around. Whatever sprang out and frightened two Salford schoolgirls back in the days of Mrs. Thatcher and the Falklands War, it hasn't gone away. The reports still come in almost weekly these days, she says. Um, and that's about it. Now I've presented an eyewitness <laughs> account. Do you believe in Bigfoot? No. <laughs> All I'm getting right is there's a big burly man who lives in the woods. And likes to jump out at schoolgirls. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the Northern Reggie. It's the 80s, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that was, that was like, the 80s, yeah. Jesus, like. <laughs> there's, there's nothing, like, even the description there... Right. It's just a big guy. It's just a big guy. Big and hairy it man. would be scary enough, like if you to be fair, like yes, that would be terrifying. If yeah. if a big burly guy who lives in the wood jumped out, you'd be like, fuck, there's a big and I'm gonna push my friend over. Fuck. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take her Her friend's just laying there going, Oh no Please don't rubbish me you woodsman She's fifteen. Jesus. Yeah, Mate, mate, mate I come from fifteen fifteen year old girls in Harlow, they all got fucking kids these days these days like but do you not remember the 15 year old girls when we were at school I remember some of them yeah prudes <laughs> Cody goes to school with one of their kids oh you can beat the name I can uh, her surname now is oh she follows me she's my friend on Facebook yeah that, yeah we, she time. was in my fucking class I wondered why she she added me yeah she tried adding me I thought she liked logic she sent me a friend request but I refused <laughs> to do it and now she just stares at me really awkwardly when I go around and pick up Cody because she knows she sent me the friend request and she oh, knows who I am. Why didn't you just accept it? What? Why didn't you just accept it? I ain't got fucker in common with her. Yeah, but she... Oh, you just, it's easier. You just accept yeah, it. Block it. This Block happened it. to me one Everything. time. I ignored somebody and I literally hadn't seen this person in years, ignored their Facebook request, saw them the next day. It's like, it's if you click yeah. that ignore button, that's the that's yeah. the kiss of death right there. I haven't have clicked ignore, them. I've just left her. Oh, you just left I've it. effectively left her on red. I worked with her as well. I worked with her for a few months. Uh, shortly after college oh, I need to find some old pictures because I have no recollection of this person no. anyway we're back in we're back <laughs> in what do you think the possible explanation could be British Yeti Neanderthal or Demon it's not a demon I'm ruling that out right away that's right. bullshit um, this is where Professor Paranormal yeah I'm going to let him go I'm this is where the sticker on the back of my car comes to play okay yeah. right 
Um, yeah, bull- bullshit. It's not a demon. Um, time slip. Time slip. I like the idea of time slips. I, I, I think they do explain a lot, right? They would explain a hell of a lot. That one she referenced, the, the 1901 one. I've read a fair bit about that, and they basically slipped back. They were walking around the grounds of Versailles, because um, you know, no one will go and visit a palace that's empty, surely, um, except in Versailles, where people pay lots of money to go and visit thousands of people every every month. Um, and yeah, they suddenly found themselves talking to like 17th or 18th century courtiers. Uh, and saw someone painting fucking Marie Antoinette. Are you sure it just wasn't early cosplayers? No, apparently it wasn't. That was what they assumed, that it was <laughs> something being put, an event being put on. 1901, these ladies of leisure were all like, oh, it must be the entertainment. And then they realised, oh, hang on a minute, no, this is yeah. not entertainment. And then they suddenly rounded another corner, and they were back in 1901. And then when they went back, like, no, it was just normal people. Uh, yeah, and they, they reckon that was one of these, like, time slips where they somehow walked through a, a portal back a hundred and odd years yeah. and then back again at the other side without realising. Um, I like that idea. I think that could be cool. But I've given the description. I don't want to say an ape man or like a, a Bigfoot, but perhaps a wild man, a, a woodsman sort of thing. Yeah. You know, someone, one of these... Just lives in the woods. Lives in the woods. They're, they're, they're not common, but they're far more common in America and places like that that have large expanses of unexplored woodland where people basically go feral. And it's up north. And they're all they're all just one bad pie away from going feral anyway. <laughs> Don't at me, Yorkshire. Um, <laughs> I've got one possible other possibility of what they could have seen. Yeah. Considering the location and time period, do you think she actually just come face to face with an unshaven Ian Brown? <laughs> He was out there practicing. <laughs> I mean, he's got some monkey-like features. There's, there's another another factor I that say I say that because he's white. <laughs> he does, yeah. yeah. There's there's another another thing that I like to factor in with accounts like this. There were fifteen. Yeah. I largely discredit reports of this sort of thing from anyone below the age of twenty. Okay. Because. You're, especially at 15, especially in the 80s, you were a child, very much so. Yes. It's not like a 15, 16-year-old these days no. where they're exposed to the internet and they know more about yeah, shit than I do. Cool, yeah. If 15, in you know, 82, you were still very much a child, yeah. even up north where you were in the coal mines. Yeah. Um, so but you stuff had a like that. Huh? You had a budgie. You had a budgie, but if that budgie had died... Yeah, fucked. You know? Yeah, um, yeah uh, they, they tend to over-exaggerate, misremember. It's a very long, long period of time ago. So I think she just saw some a hobo or a wild man. I would take that. I would absolutely be like, no, I think you've hit the nail on the head right there. If she hadn't then spent 38 years looking at things and then now telling her story. Like, you'd think if... 38 years of yeah. exploring this world, right? You'd have a much better understanding of what you saw as a 15-year-old. Yeah, but she spent 38 years immersed in this world. Trying and we to all know about the false saw. memories and stuff like that. So without her even realising, she could be seeing... She may have just seen a grubby, hairy man jump out of the bushes at her. Yeah. But because she's gone down that track with it, she's now remembering it. Oh, it was, it was Bigfoot. Bigfoot yeah. jumped out of the bushes at me. Because trauma, so like, long periods of time, over survivor's <laughs> guilt after sacrificing her friend. Yeah. Like I've got vague memories. Of her friend actually died. He's like, oh, well, I went to her wedding. It's just a crazy lady stood there in an empty church. Oh, what are we happy today? My friend's getting married. 
sweet. <laughs> I definitely didn't sacrifice to a, a I definitely didn't. Sa- She's fine. She's not dead at all. Yeah. I got vague <laughs> recollections of having a normal sized nose when I was, I was a kid, but I think, again, I think I misremembered. You absolutely misremembered that. I've seen pictures of you as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a toucan in a family picture. <laughs> it's probably worth reiterating at this point. We are friends, okay? We do actually like each other. We don't just jump into WhatsApp groups and start ripping the piss out of one another for other people's gratification. I'm a psychic medium, and the spirits help me tackle my fear of haircuts. Awesome. Now, despite my long locks, this is not me. No, but this could come in handy because I hate getting my haircut. So do I. I always used to. And now sc- I wouldn't say I'm like, scared of it, though. <laughs> now I've found a barber that I like. Yeah, to be fair, in the past two years, I've got I've trained my barber not to talk to me. He gets a bigger tip if he doesn't talk to me during my haircut. The last, last, barber, I went, last barber I went to I'm um, right was a very attractive redhead. Um, what was his name? <laughs> Sebastian Stan. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a very attractive redhead. Say, aren't there any attractive redhead men? Mm, like natural redheads. Mm. Um, no, <laughs> just trying to tick off. Who do I know? Uh, got Chris Evans. No, no, uh, <laughs> Chris Evans. Uh, who, who I was just trying to annoy Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the man that's like science says that science says I'm better in bed. Yeah, like, but your wife doesn't. Yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> a reason she wants me as much as you do. <laughs> Cue like another week worth of you know, I can't messages yeah, I can't in there in a touchy group. Fucking Spurs fan. Yeah. Um, anxiety and fears come in all forms, but some are rarer than others. Tracy May, a dermatology assistant, suffers from tonsurophobia, the uncommon fear of getting your hair cut. Before we, we go any further, anybody at this table has any uncommon fears? I am terrified <laughs> of clowns. Oh, we know that. that's not uncom- that's not uncommon though. I was going to say it's not uncommon, but it's that's common all I can That's about the only thing that I fear these days, except you know commitment and failure. Is <laughs> <laughs> there anything like irrational that you two are scared of? I have irrational dislikes, like oh, yeah. Jamie Oliver. Yeah, that's um, just ridiculous. But yeah, I don't. Man's just out here trying to like show you how to cook good food quickly, and you're like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, but you can do it without being a cunt. How is he a cunt? I like Gordon Ramsay. Oh, Gordon Ramsay <laughs> is the biggest cunt on the face of the planet. As a man that works in kitchens... I like Ainsley as Harriet man, as well. I like Ainsley Harriet. He's fucking awesome. I don't think anyone dislikes him. He looks Ainsley like Harriet, a rapist, right? but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's part of the charm. <laughs> Should go to Pride this year, but... His, his extra virgin olive oil ain't so extra virgin. Fuck you about Jamie Oliver, right? Because... What's his name? Gordon Ramsay is the biggest cunt the world has ever seen. As a man that worked in kitchens, right? I had head chef after head chef after head chef that were like, oh, big fan of Gordon Ramsay. And then spent the next three months of their employment before they got sacked being a cunt to everyone. Sorry, I've just got some more buttons to push over here. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, how the turns have tabled, motherfucker. <laughs> I've got a lot more I can throw at you. You know, right? You've got way more buttons than I have. Let's get back to that. Yeah, but I like game. it. I like it when you play with my buttons. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why Amy's jealous. <laughs> she says it is. That's why, that's why Amy has to smoke in the garden. <laughs> when no one can find her, she's like. 
<laughs> it's not real. It's not real. It's not true. He does love me. <laughs> they both love me. Guys, <laughs> start to sound like Roxanne now. <laughs> he only flirts. He, he only flirts with me to make Rooney jealous. No, no, he only flirts with Rooney to make me jealous. <laughs> <laughs> She's <laughs> that freeway video last week wasn't us. <laughs> Yikes! Um, no, it was me. Uh, it was me, Amy and Ash. So. <laughs> oh, thank fuck for that. I've seen I've seen both of you naked more often than I need to. Hi, Amy. By the way, <laughs> by the listeners, he means me and Amy, not Ash. Yeah, I've never seen Ash naked. I'd pay money for that. Yeah, snap. <laughs> I'm trying to. It's like common touching. We've got to start bribing Stacey. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only thing we can do at this point. Like common touching. I give us two hours a month that we can seduce. Seduce you. our humour. How do you think that's going? Well, your chair just moved away. From oh, just, yeah, you can't see this guy, but he's slowly sliding yeah, his so chair I'm, uh, away. I'm pretty close to this door. Yeah, the warehouse door there. He's making a break for it. The, the month we turn up and he doesn't situate himself by the exit, we know we're getting somewhere. Next month, I'll sit here. Yeah. You sit over there. Between the door. Well, I'll, be, I'll be in the middle. Shall I? Then, boys? <laughs> That's after, always the way it was going to go down, man. And then after I've said my like, find what you love. At the end, we'll just high five. High five. Now that's an ending. Uh, that's that's the way to end a podcast. <laughs> and probably a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> and a marriage. <laughs> it could be the start of something beautiful. <laughs> Daddy-daughter relationship. <laughs> I can only see you once a month now, so I'm out of Sorry, season. I had a freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Two ugly fucking men as well. I don't know what I did that for. That would be... That, that's the new fuck chick here. The new yeah. fuck chick is just an audio recording of that. Yeah. Coming in year five. <laughs> He's not year five. <laughs> and yet, you know it'll be me that gets called a kiddie fiddler for the next week in the, uh-huh. in the group as well, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the child, okay? She says it is nothing to be laughed about and wishes people would stop treating it as a joke. As the 51-year-old has suffered from the crippling fear, I remind you, of having her hair cut since she was 25 and has been unable to find an effective treatment. Until now! Tracy is a psychic medium. And she said... There we go. (laughs) And she said that by channeling spirits on the other side, she is able to stay calm as they give her positive messages and distract her from her phobia. I mean, being crazy would distract you. You'd be like... Your hair's looking really good. <laughs> it's just it's so shiny. Snip, 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 <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, Tracy had some haircuts by a hairdresser father or family friends until the age of twenty-five, mm. making her first uh, mm-hmm. making her first time in a salon traumatic. She said, "I remember just closing my eyes and feeling really emotional and thinking, why am I here?'" Wherever I looked, <laughs> trying to figure out if she's Scouser or Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Wherever I looked, there was people. You know, there was too much going on, and I think it was a bit of anxiety, probably a panic attack, and thinking, "Why am I here?" But I was already stuck. That's another thing. I was stuck in the chair. Once they start, you can't move. It's like going to the dentist. Once they start, you can't go anywhere. She did a really good job. But I do remember just feeling quite overwhelmed. And I remember I didn't even want to look at my hair. I just had to get out. While Tracy is unable to pinpoint the exact source of her fear, your daddy touched you, uh, she does remember watching Edward Scissorhands in 1993 and believes this intensified her underlying fears. The film, which was directed by Tim Burton and featured Johnny Depp as Edward, was released in 1990. 
and Tracy describes seeing clips of Edward cutting hair as a nightmare. My worst nightmare is Edward's scissor hands, the mum of three said. I cannot watch that. I remember seeing clips of it and thinking, oh my God, why would you do that? Why would you do that to somebody? I think maybe that's come into it. When facing her fears, Tracy is not alone, as she claims to be able to communicate with spirits as a psychic medium. She first realised she had a talent for the supernatural when she was seven years old and her daddy first fingered her. As a child, she remembers having an imaginary friend who she would talk to regularly. Okay. The Faversham res resident, who grew up in London, said she also recalls being visited by a nun at that time and she would hide visiting spirits in cupboards and under the bed. Spirits have continued to communicate with Tracy throughout her life and she said they have even contacted her before and during her haircuts to try to give support. Before the haircut, I'm literally shaking, Tracy explained. I pray, I meditate, I do everything in the car, and I talk to spirits saying, please help me. She Just prays and she meditates. So she can't even pick one. She can't religion. even pick one brand of crazy. <laughs> yeah. But then also hides the spirits from the nun. Yeah. In the cupboard and under the stairs. Yeah. Tracy's family, if you ever hear this, whatever you do, do not let her watch Sweeney Todd. Oh, fucking oh, hell. God, yeah. <laughs> the spirit just comes back and goes... It's not your hair, or got to trust, or it's going to be okay, have faith. But I just can't. It's scary. Luckily, Tracy has found a hairdresser she feels comfortable with and recognises her fears. This doesn't make the process easier, though, and she has not yet found a cure. Is it? She just don't dress like Edward Scissorhands. Just don't dress like Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> she dresses like Sweeney Todd instead. <laughs> Tracy, I've got, Would you like a pie? I've got a theory. It's not the haircut that scares you, it's the spirits that visit you while you're getting your haircut. Like, I mean, that would scare me. Yeah, yeah if I'm <laughs> looking in the mirror, like, I have a haircut and there's like fucking dead people hanging around me. Lovely. I mean, I was going to cut this article down, but it gets better. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> well, well, unexpected the, turn. Yeah. The 51-year-old said she has tried putting crystals down her bra using essential oils and doing breathing exercises to calm herself down. But nothing has completely treated her phobia. Has she tried a butt plug? A f oh dear. Or official, you know, anti-anxiety medication. Don't be silly. She got, she's got crystal nips and ghosts in her head. Just imagine that. Plug, just, like, just like, oh, so, um, yeah, you're next. And she's like, cool, cool, hold on a sec. Oh, right, like, I'm just going to do a quick prayer. Yeah. I line my chakras. I'm just going to chuck yeah. some crystals down here. I'm going to give my, um, my medium a call to tell me whether the ghosts are here or not. Yeah. Oh, she is the medium. Oh, she is. She is the medium. Okay. Um, is one of your follow-up questions, uh, is this real or is she just doing it to uh, get attention for her mediumship business? Maybe. Okay. There's so much going on. Perming, curling, and you know, you get quite anxious. I think with haircuts, it's the whole environment as well. It's not just the actual haircut. Tracy's husband, Ken, fucking saint, 52, yeah. who works as a railway assistance manager. I don't know why we need to know that. Um... Just so we know that he's got a job with responsibility and he probably had to train for so he had to train for so we know he's, he's used to dealing with this shit yeah. uh, he accompanies Tracy when she gets a haircut so we'll often talk, she will often talk to him to distract herself other people getting their haircut is also a trigger for the mum of three who cannot watch her sons David 26 James 23 or her daughter Abigail 17 in the salon she believes hair is linked to identity. <laughs> it gets better again. It, but she believes hair is linked to identity and does not understand why someone would want to change that. The mum explained, your hair is part of you. It's part of your identity. If you change your hair, you're a different person. 
If I dye my hair green, you'll think I'm freaky. All right, boomer. Yeah. Why would you change your identity? Why would you do that to yourself? So I assume Tracy doesn't cut her toenails, her fingernails. She doesn't. Pubes. Yeah. She doesn't put makeup on. Apparently not. Okay. She must look like a fucking troglodyte. Uh, <laughs> the transformation looks amazing. It's the bit in between. And also, when you cut it, you can't put it back. Tracy said her family is really supportive, but others don't believe her phobia is real. There have been instances where people find it funny or think it is a joke. Yeah, adding, Tracy, nobody takes me seriously. Yeah, this is absolutely one of them, love. <laughs> Sorry, love. While she recognises her phobia is more unusual than others, such as fearing spiders or snakes, she wishes people would be more empathetic and understanding. It's not funny. I probably sound really stupid, but I'm really quite passionate when I talk about it. It is real, and because nobody I know has it, it makes me think, well, why have I got it? She continued. I don't like other people get cancer, they get sexual, sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> Heart palpitations, you know. You know, people were born with bigger cocks than me, but I don't question why these people get that, and I don't. She continued, it would be really good for hairdressers to realise that there are people with phobias and anxiety and to be aware. It would be really good if they could advertise that because there must be lots of people who have probably got bad hair issues that need somebody who is understanding. Because the world hasn't had mental health and anxiety shoved down their throat from (laughs) every angle for the past two years. So, yeah, follow up question. Do we think this is a real phobia or is she just uh, looking to pimp her mediumship business? I'm I'm going to say it's a real phobia. Yeah, because yeah. going to these lengths for that is just beyond the pale. Well, no, I'm not putting anything past like what people would do for exposure. Lord knows the Unmarny fans would explain. <laughs> but um, I would say, yeah, it, I would say that she probably had one bad experience and now it's in her head. Yeah. So every time it comes to haircut time... Get fucked by your dad while he's cutting your hair. He's gonna... I think that counts as a bad experience. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) I've had like six cease and desist this week. I don't want any (laughs) more. What, from her dad? (laughs) He's like, stop trying to get me to sign up to your OnlyFans. You ugly cunt. Dr. Fear, you're handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's allegedly Dr. Monster. Allegedly Dr. Hansen. Dr. Monster, you handsome. <laughs> Crap, that's another one. Another um, cease and desist. No, so I'm going to say that she it's in her head, like obviously, as most phobias are. But <laughs> she winds herself up about it so much that she has actual physical yeah. stuff that happens because she's got it in her head that she can't go she's for She's going to have a bad time. It's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to make a hash of your hair. Yeah, I was just waiting yeah. for them to explain like what it was that she was scared like, of. Like, I don't know, someone accidentally cut her ear off one day while she was getting a haircut, but there's, there's nothing. It's literally just like, I didn't get my haircut like, for 25 oh, years. They did a good job. Yeah. And it's like, well... That's kind of the point, right? Mm. I think she has some identity issues as well. That whole yeah, bit where course, she starts yeah. talking about, oh, it's changing your identity. No, it's yeah, well, not. So, like, so well, the yeah, clothes don't, you wear. Don't get it just shaved off then. Maybe just get it trimmed off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just, like, just, just, just the tips. Just keep it tidy, love. Yeah, just, yeah, just a landing bit. strip. Oh, God. Just God, the tips. What's going on downstairs? <laughs> we have... <laughs> <laughs> She's 51 years old. I don't want to check. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I just... I'm. I don't like getting my hair cut because I don't like being put in positions where I'm forced to make small talk and I can't escape. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? If halfway through the haircut, I'm like, I'm done with your fucking. This is why you're so bad at podcasting, folks. <laughs> 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 He's just sitting. He doesn't look happy at that. 
find what you love. No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got your favourite articles coming uh, up. Next. Let's just move on to that because I've got no. I don't. I've, I'm lost for words. But we've tried. I, I know, right? It's just and just like oh, you, yeah, fair enough. And maybe yeah, people should be more aware of people not liking. But then they Same can just thing, say, yeah. "I don't like having don't my like hair haircuts. cut." Can you just bear that in mind while you're cutting my hair? Great. Just okay, I'll just do it as quickly does. as possible. You should have someone come to your house. Yeah, exactly. The, the hairdresser yeah. I was talking about. The, yeah. She was the last person to cut my hair, and that was. And to be fair, all of her children are old enough to go and get their hair cut by themselves. Yeah, so. they don't need their mum to be coming and watching them. Yeah, that, that's a little bit. Weird. I, I mean, come on. I get the feeling this lady is not not firing on all cylinders oh yeah absolutely there's, there's some there's something else going on there like if she can watch... what, what's happening buddy <laughs> did you touch are it you a... inappropriately <laughs> I would hope so they've had three kids maybe she's on the scale she's on maybe. the scale <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the autism scale <laughs> well yeah I mean that one I thought you were talking about the loser scale no I saw the pictures she's not on the the hot crazy scale oh, okay. no, she, maybe, okay. she, well, maybe she was when she was 25 I don't know Ken, again, let us know, man. If you're out there, send us some pictures. Let's see your wedding photos. If you... The wedding night photos. Since lockdown, have you considered having your dead, dead ends cut off? I do keep considering that, yes. Unfortunately, haircuts are really expensive, and I'm like, yeah. I ain't fucking paying that for you. Like, spend 10 minutes in the chair trimming off my dead ends. I'm just going to grow them out. I'll do it for you. Fuck off. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, because I know for a fact you're growing your hair out. <laughs> And it'll be a case of, oh, I slipped. And now I'm going to have to cut your hair I'll really just, short. I'll even that out, shall I? I'll even that out. And before I know it, I'll be back to my Robbie Williams number one all over. <laughs> I've learned, I, I watched a YouTube video. I had to put a line in as well. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck off. You didn't know him back then. He had what would basically be considered a fade today. So like yeah. a rapper haircut, but with a line shaved in it. <laughs> it was so fucking bad. It was bad. so bad. But the thing is, like... I have had so many awful haircuts that I couldn't even point a finger at you and no. be like, oh, that's bad, <laughs> even at the time. No. Because I was probably walking around with like my mullet or whatever. Would, uh, I had yeah, I can't remember what you were doing <laughs> at the time. But no, I think at the time you, you had you had your uh, French crop, as they probably, as they insisted yeah. on calling it. With or without a quiff? I think you probably had the quiff oh, at I the time. I probably had the quiff, yeah. yeah. You look like what's his name from the in between. It was that was yeah. probably during in the middle of like I we've had my yeah we've all been there. My nineties bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> then I had like the French crop for about a year because I was trying to get laid, and then I just went full emo and grew it out. Yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in about a year, emo Reggie. Emo Reggie's making a comeback. Gonna get the lip piercing. Gonna dye oh, black Lord. again. Nice. Get a nose piercing I instead. I shut it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was talking about. Go I was talking in. about eyeliner the other day. Actually, we were talking about it on online. I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, um, uh, Richie was obviously it was Richie Stream I was on initially, and he was talking about what was it called? Urban Decay, the men's brand. Oh yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. of cosmetics, and we were talking about that and how basically it was it was the cheap shit that the women didn't buy that they basically rebranded yeah. to sell to men because otherwise our dicks would fall off if we wore like Maybelline or something. Because yeah, we don't know any bad, do we? No. We were talking about that, and then well, I, I assume you do, but most men. Don't. Oh, I do. Yeah, I can't wear cheap eyeliner. I discovered the other year, if I wear cheap eyeliner, I have an allergic reaction to it. My eyes puff up. Okay, makeup is not a barn like compressor. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I wear makeup, and I look better for it. Um, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be wearing makeup for my party. Never, I wear makeup highly for agree us. with the what? Do you never guys? wear makeup for when you come to the podcast. I have to drive through fucking like web web Fingerville to get here. If, to be fair, whenever anyone sees us together, they already think we're they great. already think we're a couple. He doesn't want to them to think he's the bottom. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
it gets my we want to make up it gets smudged on the way here yeah. it doesn't <laughs> actually take us like half an hour to get I know here. you leave yeah. like so early we leave so early so and early. then we just go and ruin someone's oh, head we got lost I mean I put lipstick on before dogging. we leave but I'm, I leave most of it on his groin which is why you never see it yep all over my balls especially that big one um <laughs> The right one. It's the right one. Yeah. Um, How do I know that? <laughs> um, we're gonna have to do like a really personal quiz, where we just ask like which which nipple is bigger, which testicle is which one of your labia is bigger. Okay, because I'll it's twenty twenty three. We've got to be inclusive. We're not asking questions about us. What? We don't really want to put all our personal information out. On no, the, that's uh, what we're doing for the Christmas special this year. But we could. <laughs> Yeah, Suddenly, no one can make it to the Christmas special. But I thought if we sent Will, if Amy sent Will a questionnaire about personal stuff, right, we could. I don't want to know. Then answer the questions on the pod. I don't want to know. And it's only his personal information that goes out. That's Will from every other week podcast. Oh, I see what you did there. Other uh. spelt with a zero, not an O. Um, and whilst I'm here, ladies and gentlemen, I need to let you know in two days. Episode 7 of Every Other Week will be out. And they have copied us yet again. And they've got a guest. Oh. This week. Is it Mrs. Will? Oh, thank no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Because <laughs> it'll just be like half an hour of fuck Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is this. <laughs> this is what we've all been waiting for. This is what for. we've all been waiting for. Uh, Reggie specified that we saved this for last so we can go out on a high. Roxanne Will, this is what... I mean, when I say go out on a high. Yeah. It's better be funny. <laughs> Man caught smuggling scissors in peculiar location of his body at jail in Indiana. Ash, where do you think this peculiar location is? Well, <laughs> judging by the shape, do you think you could flap it up and then put it down? Like, oh. is it inside? No one can in see body. that. Ash is using the front of his groin as a place where we could possibly hide it. I mean, you probably could. There's no scale being given yet, but I will tell you these scissors are eight and a half inches long. Sorry? <laughs> fucking hell. Well, we're definitely doing a personnel questionnaire with him. How much uh, can you take? Oh, the full fucking bat wing. Like. <laughs> you remember that scythe you were talking about earlier? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've got it here. Hang on a minute. Funk. <laughs> I think it's safe to say this guy's got some junk in his trunk, right? Absolutely. Jail staff became suspicious when the man refused to cooperate during a routine search, and it took (laughs) two body scans to reveal what he was hiding. To be fair, it all makes sense now he's in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Before, I was just That's a whack or a scissor, right? That's a big pair of uh, snippers there. Uh, The man was caught apparently trying to smuggle an eight and a half inch pair of scissors into jail, by hiding them in his anus. Because of course he did. Uh, staff made the discovery as they processed him for a stay at Laporte County Jail in the US state of Indiana. Officials said the object was identified in a peculiar location after suspicions were raised when the, arrest, when the arrested suspect refused to cooperate during a routine search on Wednesday. The man eventually reluctantly agreed to an electronic body scan when the jail's assistant commander of operations, Lieutenant Jeff Holt, Observed what appeared to be a foreign object inside the anal cavity of the RSD. I would love to see the like the, the screenshot of the screenshot of, the of that scan. scan. <laughs> Officials said the man continued to be unco- uncooperative, but a second scan a short while later revealed the object had moved slightly and could be identified as a pair of scissors. 
A short time later, the scissors were removed from the RSD without incident, a spokesperson for the jail added. Captain Derek J. Allen from LaPorte County Sheriff's Office said, Lieutenant Holt is commended for relying upon his training and experience and successfully preventing a dangerous edged object from making it its way fully into the jail. I mean, it did make its way fully into his anal cavity by the sounds of it. Damn. Authorities did not reveal further details about the man or what he was arrested for. They said that since the full body scanner was first used in the jail in 2017, it had recovered a string of items, including tattooing equipment, drugs and paraphernalia. Oh, those three, I can understand. Like, you could probably sell tattoos in prison. Yeah, right? everyone needs to get a little teardrop tattoo. Yeah, plus you need something to kill the time, and that's at least creative, right? Yeah. Drugs, you're going to sell them, or you're going to use them to while away the time. Yeah. Paraphernalia, you're probably going to use with the drugs, right? I would imagine so. I'm, I'm assuming they're not talking about, like, saving paraphernalia. Aside from as a shank. Yeah. Yeah. What use could you he's, he's was definitely trying. I mean, he's not going to be in there being like seamstress, right? <laughs> no, he's I mean, in there giving haircuts. Scissors. <laughs> right. But to be fair, like eight scissors as well, that's going to make two shanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you take it apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dual wielding, mate. <laughs> yeah, take them to the end of a toothbrush, you've got a proper shank. But it's like. Eight and a half inch pair of scissors. <laughs> I've seen enough programs about prison, I know how they do it. That's like. What, that long? Yeah. Like, if anybody should know what eight, eight inches is, it's that, That's basically like the length of my palm. And okay, at the end, it's it's fairly slim. So I can imagine you're sliding. Oh, in what way in do you think he went? Because the handle... Oh, he went... It's got to be... You've got to handle sharp first. first. Handle no, first? No, not handle first. You want to go sharp well, first. Let's point it in first. Mate, yeah, you but need then to... getting it out... You've got to... <laughs> you don't want to cut yourself getting it out. <laughs> Plus, trying to get that in... in unless you... I mean, there's... Yeah, just... but if you... It's... If you... If you, if you go... Fucking hell. Yeah, you've got to ease it in because the scissors get, get wider as I'm you go up. Like every now and then the I have these moments, I right? See the danger. Like when I think back to when we first started this podcast and I'm like, I wonder what this podcast is going to become. I never foresaw us having a conversation Rationalizing about which how you would way a scissors. pair of scissors would go into your I just anus. think the handle's on an on an eight-inch pair of well, That's what scissors. I'm thinking. You would, couldn't go handle first. Well, you'd have to because otherwise it would function like a butt plug, right? You'd get most of it in and then the handles would just... You're gonna get them. That's. I mean, in? this guy. It doesn't mention his sexual history. It doesn't matter. But this must have been. Oh, it does. Because oh, mate, I've seen people get Nokia thirty three tens up. Well, not seen it, but I've heard, <laughs> heard yeah, of people getting oh, Nokia thirty three tens that wide. Handle the scissors is probably need double that. That's a that's in, a in, lot to get in. In my head, I feel like do, do you know you've how got tattoos most of work? It you have the tattoo gun, and then you connect it to something that gives the tattoo gun power. <laughs> they didn't say it was you know, they said tattooing equipment oh. it could just be a small hammer and a needle that oh yeah they could be doing that they old fashioned style they're getting traditional Japanese tattoos while they're in there friend of Lou's does that awesome I know Lou's got one it looks really good I'd like to get one um, shout out Dead Eye Pokes if there anybody wants one of them traditional tattoos look him up on Instagram we're going to have to tag him in the Instagram post now yeah and then he's got to listen to like two hours of bullshit to get to the one one line of shout out. And he's like, I could definitely get tattoo equipment on my bum, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I. I think I in my head, I think he just got most of the metal bit up. Yeah. And maybe left the handles, which is why he was. Which is why he was. Yeah, yeah uncooperative. And he just clenched it? the old. Uh, uh, clench the handles in there I know films aren't real right <laughs> but I've seen many films where they send people into prison you have to go into strip naked go into the shower get showered down and then don't you have to 
kind of crouch down like that because by doing that you're opening yourself and anything up there comes I down. don't know I just did like a frog pose yeah he did yeah. he did the frog pose as yeah. if he was trying to and shit into a trench and nothing came out nothing no. came out there were no well I don't know he's wearing shorts yeah <laughs> they could be up there well I mean I haven't seen his butt crack I don't want to see your butt crack just in case you were about to spin round and do the frog pose. Oh, come on, no, that's going to happen at your party. Yeah, no, that's true. Will there be scissors? <laughs> I don't know, but I've got to find ways to look start, start with the small safety scissors, yeah? <laughs> got to work your way up. Got to work your way yeah, up. Do you think he worked his way up? Do you think he started with, like, you know, those plastic he, red He knew he was going to get arrested, and he's just, like, started with the safety scissors, been working his way up. Did they say what he actually got locked up for? Uh, no, it says at the end that they didn't reveal further details about the man or what he was arrested for. Stealing scissors. <laughs> drug Stealing <smuggling>. scissors. <laughs> drug smuggling. It was a drug <laughs> mule. Stuff up his bum, yeah. <laughs> Find what so, you love. Oh. Wait, are we agreed? Are we agreed he went He went point first? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think Because they the would be round, like, if you got the right it'd be, like, rounded. Be rounded, top. yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you'd have to be, if you knew you were going to do it, you'd select the right You'd pair have to choose the right pair. Yeah. Lube? Ooh, does he lube sure. first? Quite thin, but then is the shaft of a scissor... Does he? ...thinner than a, a shit? Hang on. Mm. Aside from Rooney, it turns out I probably know way... Way more than I should have, like about things going up bombs. Going up bombs. Like nearly as much as you. Really? <laughs> in prison, when you go into prison, they'll put it inside a condom, right? Yeah. Loop the condom and get out of there. So do you think he negated the whole which end does it go in? Is it dangerous by just slipping it inside something? Ah, uh, yeah. A couple of condoms, looping them and then just getting it out of there. I don't know, because the tip of the scissors, unless they were properly rounded, would just jab through the condom. Right, if they're capable of jabbing for a condom, are they not going to break yeah, your skin? Yeah, he's in danger. Like, he's going to prison. He's, he's yeah, already he's in, in danger. He's in danger. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why they're up there. So the first person that gets him in the shower is going to get him. Yeah, maybe in which, go in handle which case you would go handle first. And yeah. he's like, yeah, baby, fuck me. <laughs> Give it a go. Paris, fucking scissors right down the jab side. Like sounding fucking, that like bitch. Like aliens. Find what you love, believe in it. Positive things will happen. Positive vibes. I only fuck with the positive guys. Negative energies get you nowhere. Only the positive rise. 